You're listening to the Ringside Podcast. Welcome to Ringside. The show that brings you all that is pro wrestling, news, interviews, and opinions. You know what? You know what? You just made the list. Really? With Daniel Spencer. The jabroni beaten. <laughs> Pie eaten. Jeremy Wallman. That I'm the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And Justin Kruger. I make my own rules because it's much easier that way. And now let's ring the bell and start the show. Ringside Podcast. I'm Daniel Spencer, and uh, today we don't have J.K. or Jeremy again. Uh, uh, Jeremy has actually um, uh, got some family stuff going on today, good stuff. Uh, he's taking the night off. So uh, today we have uh, the one and only uh, Front Row Carrie live and in person. Carrie, how you doing? Good. How's it going? Going great, going great. Um, so you're in town here in Louisville. Um, yeah, so you're, um, <clears throat> glad you're here in town, you know, you've, um, by the way, apologize everyone listening, I have, a, you know, it's weather, it's it, my allergies, the whole, uh, throat thing, so, it, you know, it, it's, uh, we actually tried to start and it got a little squeaky and I had to, had to restart, but anyways, uh, but glad you're here, you brought the code with you, is what you, what you say? Yeah, it's my uh, fault, I apologize, Louisville. It's my fault. Every time I'm here, I bring it. <laughs> but uh, it is good to have you um, here. You get the you get to experience your very first OVW show, um, and then and what a show to, to come to the Christmas Chaos uh, special we had at the Louisville Slugger Field. Great venue. Every match happened in the cage. Um, it's just unbelievable. I, I just I'm just blown away um, by um, by the show itself. Uh, when I first set up, when we first talked about it, I was like, uh, I, I, I had low expectations and, and it definitely, even me as the, as a referee and, in, and involved at OVW, my expectations were low and it just, it, it raised the bar pretty high. So, um, pr- pretty awesome. No, I enjoyed it a lot. It was one of the shows I thought well paced. It's, it was never a time where I looked at my watch thinking, when is this going to end? Whereas I've been to many, I've been at WWE shows, pay-per-views, or all SmackDown. I'm thinking, oh, God, when does this show end, and why did I come here? But right. that was not the case last night. Yeah, I was telling Al Snow last night, you have, you have some talent there that, I mean, I could definitely see WWE or AEW wanting to sign. That's good. That's a good compliment. And uh, there are there are a lot of good talent that, uh, you know, uh, could, um, could, yeah, go to the next level. We've talked about it on the show before. You know, guys that are I think are are ready right now to go, and there's guys that yes, they would with a little more tweaking, they will be there too. And there's guys that you know, hey, you could tell they're just the term green are coming in, and they got some more, they got to learn a lot more and get better. But they're but they're better than what they were when they started. So that's that's always the key. Um, so I, I you know I know you started following the program 
Uh, well, I would say you never, you've always followed it, but I guess you, as far as like watching it and keeping up with the product here recently though, right? Yeah. Once, I mean, once, once I realized I was on YouTube, I started watching it every yeah. Tuesday. Um, so what, um, is there, when, when watching it, uh, here in the past, cause you're, and this is the thing about, you're the kind of the fan. Yeah. We want the fan, you're a hardcore fan. So yeah, we want you to watch it too. We want the casual fan, but you're also the fan that you're not in this area. So we definitely want to be able to impact in, in outside of, of Louisville, Kentucky, because we're regional, and we want to be more than regional, which is why we're trying to change the name from o- Ohio Valley Wrestling to strictly just OVW. Yeah, you want to know the history, what it stands for, but it's just OVW. You don't need to know it's it's Ohio Valley Wrestling. That's what it is. Like, WWE anymore, no one ever goes around calling it World Wrestling Entertainment. It's just WWE. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of the way we're trying to get to that point, too. Um to make it more than just regional. Um, and and uh, so what exactly, um, you know, when, you, when you're watching it, what's your take on the product itself compared to what you see, you know, in other areas of the, wor- of the world or, or the country? Um, it, do- it doesn't come off to me as something that's regional, something that maybe that I, maybe as an old territory, Dave, an old small, and it's, you can tell it's, I can see where it would definitely have uh, national or worldwide appeal to all fans. Uh, I think Al does a great job teaching them that how wrestling should be, pro wrestling should be, told, you know, telling a story with your body mm-hmm. from the time you walk to that curtain to the time you end. You know, it's right. not about um, hitting your 20 high spots in 30 seconds and, you know, and no selling anything. It's actually, you know, and so I think, right. that, yeah, and I think that's something that could bring in maybe some lost fans who don't, who don't really care for some of that style. They want something more realistic, something that, that could you know make you suspend disbelief mm-hmm. yeah exactly and 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 um that's the thing i mean it, it's it's you don't want a tennis tennis match a tennis match you when you want a tennis match you watch a tennis match where you're back and forth back and forth yeah. mm-hmm. and then finally oh somebody gets the upper hand you know um storytelling is you know uh you never if you watch an action movie and you see uh the good guy you know the bad guy gets something, gets one on the good guy. The good guy turns around, and gets one on the bad guy. The bad guy turns around, and gets back on the good guy. The good guy turns around, and gets. One. By the time you're bored of this movie, like yes. it's no story, nothing going. Like they're just each trying to one one each one up each other, and eventually, the last one that get the the one that's gonna get the final kill shot is it. So who's it gonna be? It could be going either way. You have no idea. There's no there's no drama to it. it it's so. Think about that when you're watching the wrestling match. It should be the same way. Yeah. It should be. It shouldn't be. Oh no! I'm. Oh, they're up now. They're up now. Okay, yeah. who's gonna win? I don't know who's gonna win this match because they're both so good. No, it, it's it's if I if I DDT you yeah. into the ground, you know, you, you shouldn't, shouldn't be able to. Shouldn't pop up three seconds later like and give me a Canadian destroyer. It should yeah. not work, you know. Exactly. And, and if you give me and if you take a Canadian destroyer, you should not kick out at two and a half. Yeah, like that just it, it uh, gives you no reason to get behind one one character or the other. Like you know, right. in a good movie, you will get behind that one character. You want to see that one finally get that win, not right. like you said, back and forth. Oh, I want up to you, or I want up to you, I want up to you, I want up to you. <laughs> right, exactly. And um, so, it, and that's the that's the thing I do like what Al's doing. And, and yes, you know, a lot of the indie scene is like that, where they're they're that nature, and you see a lot of AEW like that too, because that's what those guys are. They're kind of the indie mentality. Uh, you, you see some storytelling on TV, but um, for the most part, but usually it's like just one or two of the people, and the rest of it is kind of indie based. Not to knock AEW because I think it's a great product 
in itself it really is it's just when you're comparing it to everything out there and, and you say what can make it better well this is what can make it better you know this is what can um a piece to the casual fan and not just a hardcore fan um but yeah with with all with ovw it's um it's really like becoming um you know uh compared to what it was a couple of years ago you know it, it's amazing um there were times when I think the product itself or the storytelling or the way the the matches were about, uh, the talent that was in there was maybe maybe had better talent, just the storytelling needed to work on or vice versa. There were things like that over the years. That it's kind of like you had one, not the other. Or, or now we seem to, we're kind of getting to that, get the point where we're having both the storytelling and the talent, um, which is going to basically boost it up and become bigger uh, than what it is. Kind of that old day back in back when W when WB was developmental here, and you had your John Cena's and your Randy Orton's and Brock Lesnar's all these guys. Yeah, they're WB development talent, but they also were talented, and there was storytelling. There was things going on that also made you want to come and watch the show. Yeah, you know. Um, and I think we're getting there again with um, with OVW. I mean, Al Al said it to me and you today that his greatest compliment he got was somebody that doesn't really watch it was there and had such a great time at the last show. They had to make sure at this show, and they had to make sure at the next show, and they had to keep buying tickets because they're having such a good time. Exactly, and that's what it's all about. Uh, that is how you. That's the fan you want to keep winning. That's the fan you're appealing to. You're not appealing to the diehards like me and you who are going to go to the shows anyways no, no because we what, like wrestling. Yeah. You know, we're going to enjoy. It, we're going to critique it, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna we're gonna watch it. We're not going to. You know, it, it's going to be one of those like, well. Mm, Ah, I don't have nothing going on Tuesday night, or maybe there is something. Well, I do have this Louisville basketball game to go to, but at the same time, though, they're doing this big event in the cage at this. I don't want to miss that. Mm-hmm. I can record the game, yeah. but I can't miss you that can't live. Miss, yeah, you got to make. And that's kind of that. That's kind of the thing you we want to get back. And and uh, which you've seen that a lot in the Attitude Era years ago, um, and we've lost that over the years for some reason. And. Hopefully we're um, the wrestling as a whole can get that back, but definitely, you know, if we can be the the needle mover yeah. for that, be the, be in the it, forefront of that, yeah, that'd be great. Um, so, uh, of all the matches last night, I mean, we can break it all down as far as the card. But what? Uh, and, and I say last night. I mean, this is going to go out later, so we're recording this the day after Christmas Chaos, and it is happen to be Carrie's birthday. So, happy birthday, Carrie! Oh, thank you. Um, and um, so, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about that and. Uh, kind of go over um, some of that stuff. So, um, I, but I, but as far as the f- what would be your favorite match of the night, though? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, you know the Rush Division uh, ladder cage match. That was great. Those guys, like I said, worked hard, did mm-hmm. a great job. Um, you know, I, I like the ending to um, Randall Floyd and Dustin Jackson. I thought that was cool. <laughs> I like that. Um, Always fun giving Jay Bradley shit, even though he won. (laughs) Well, yeah. yeah. I know, yeah. Even the sun shines on a dog's ass once in a while. (laughs) It's true, it does. Um, Usually when he's taking a shit, though. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, There definitely was not a bad match on the whole night, honestly. I would agree there. Yeah, I would actually agree with that. And that doesn't happen too often. You go to, you know, it doesn't matter what company you go see. You're, there's usually one match where you're, it's either boring or it's bad or it's the bathroom it, break match. But it, that was not last night. It's almost like you would have to 
take the the show and then pick what match would you like the least. Yeah. But not that that match was bad. It's just that was the least of the match. Yeah. You have to if you have to rate them. Yeah, all, it's kind of like they know? all got A's, but you know which one got the ninety nine, which one got the ninety two. You know. Right. All, exactly. All, all right. Great, you know. Um. And, and and I mean the card was. Yeah. Um. Let Let's just kind of here. Let's Let's run down a couple matches yeah. that. Uh, We'll kind of, we'll just go in the order of the of the layout. So you got we had some dark matches. Yeah. I mean, uh, dark. You had Chase uh, Destiny. Um, I'm I'm assuming Nigel was out there with him. He, um, he no, I think he went to the back. He came out on stage. Okay, then went back uh, versus uh, Mar Marvelous. Um, and then you had uh, tag. Uh, no, no, actually not tag. You had DL three with Big D versus Drew Hernandez. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you have uh, this was the tag. You have uh, uh, Ashton Cove and. Uh, Lucius versus uh, Tony Bizzo and AJZ. Yeah. Uh, so you had those three dark start the show, and those those seem to be good good kind of keep the crowd whether coming in and kind of some yeah, yeah keep mm -hmm. some kind of a little bit of, of a fun some fun matches well, and, good, and good to showcase and people maybe who have never seen them in person or seen them at all get a chance to also get to know them and their characters. Right, because yeah. some of those guys in that. Have, or, or definitely characters. Yeah, I, got, I, I like what Chase is doing. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah and I look at uh, Tony and AJZ, and those are looks I think Vince would definitely want mm -hmm. for I, any of the three brands: NXT, SmackDown, or Raw. Right. And they, exactly. got, and they got youth on their side, so they got tons of up upswing to them. Exactly. And then you got um, so then you, we of course the intermission, and then uh, you had the, the TV show started live. Um, started off with the Anarchy title match. You had, I mean, look, look at these guys. Gangrel, Sin Bodhi, and Amon for the Anarchy title. Amon, the current champion. Mm -hmm. Triple threat match. Kind of a rematch from the Bourbon Hall show uh, where there was a Sin and Amon and Gangrel just join, happened to join in the match because of the type of rules that was that was there. Um, and it was, this match was definitely with weapons everywhere and uh, it definitely was a great, uh, what a great match. I was, um, I was guarding the door, uh, and I was scared of my life. Uh, <laughs> I know you'd be right in front of me. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm thinking what's going to come to that door, maybe flying at me. Yeah. I was, I was a little, I was just gang girl's blood. But. Yeah. Yeah. You did. Um, uh, I learned when gang girl spits his blood, I stepped, I ran back and yeah. stepped away. Yes. And I learned, uh, turn my phone away. So the screen is hit. Cause I still have an old camera with this blood on it. Yeah. And then, um, and of course, uh, blood got on you and got mm -hmm. on the rest of the front row. Mm -hmm. And um, well, uh, sorry, I got. I guess I could move. You all couldn't really move. But I was expecting. I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. I'm all good. It's not the first time. <laughs> yeah, it's not the first time, no. and it may not be the last. So nope. uh -uh. you never know. Yeah. Um, but that that match had um, Amon was somehow able to pull away. Uh, yeah. And keep the title. Um, I was shocked. I I, I thought for sure. Um, you know, Sinbodi was going to get the title back, or even Gangrel was going to get the get the get the W. So, uh, really impressive. Yeah, so that's one you didn't know who was going to walk out. Not at all. You yeah. had no no idea. And that, um, and Amon just really just did about the skin of his teeth because, yeah. uh, when when the three hit, uh, Gangrel was trying to break it up, and he almost just broke it up. So, uh, so good good job, Amon. So maybe. I don't know. Uh, well, we might see one of them try to come back and try for the title, or maybe not. But Amon is definitely dominating as an anarchy title champion, um, and um, he walks away with the or runs and scoots away with the victory. But yeah. Gengar and Gengar and Sin, though, after the match, kept um, going. Yeah, they kept going. Done. They did yeah. not. They were not happy no. with the outcome. So for each other. So we'll see what that leads down with anything at OVW. But they definitely. Or um, you know, taking it all the way to the back, and 
I had the next match, so I had to get in there and clean everything up. And um, I don't know what happened when I get back. Because normally I go back and I'm trying to pull them apart. But I had to run back and clean the ring for the next match. And uh, speaking of that, the next match was uh, Tony Gunn uh, versus uh, Maximus Khan. Um, and, um, you know, that uh, that right there, um, you know, it, it's... Wow, that was that was a that was some kind of a that was some some grudge match, man. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it, it it was one of those that I, I you what's another match you didn't know who was going to take over take take the win because both of them are pretty aggressive in the ring. Uh, Tony's been super aggressive here lately and's been uh, shockingly winning, but you know Maximus being a former TV champion wanted his revenge and. Um, I'm, sure enough, he uh, he got the v, he got the W. Yeah, it wasn't too thrilled about TV title being thrown in the river. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at, I wasn't too thrilled about. No, that. Saying, I'm not, no one was. Yeah. Uh, but um, but yeah, and Tony, I think Tony finally got it was coming up for him. He was going for the kill shot, hit the cage, turned into a spit, and then turned right turned right around into a spear. Yeah. And that uh, that ended ended that uh, in his little win streak he had going on right now. That was so, a little spear too. It was. Yeah. No doubt, um, you know. So we'll see exactly uh, what leads to that. If it's a rematch of that, or what, what's what's next for Tony? I'm since sure, I'm sure Tony wants a rematch, he didn't seem too happy. Mm-hmm. No, but you know what's 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 great about it is that you know all this. Maybe this will stop these guys. You know, Tony being forced to have these matches with the former TV champions. Maybe this is like finally. Or maybe there's another other champions that are gonna former champions are gonna say no. I want my revenge on him now. Yeah, I, yeah. He, you know, I want to be able to get my hands on him too. That might so. be a long line of people he's gonna. It, it, yeah, he may he, not realize how many people he pissed off. Yeah, he 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 pissed off quite a few. Um, so, but then uh, next up you had the Rush ladder match mm-hmm. debut of the Rush title. Uh, six man here. You got Sam Thompson, uh, Damone, AJ Daniels, Nigel. Uh, Lutz and KTD mm-hmm. all going uh, for this title, and uh, man, let me tell you what uh, I um, have seen some great Atlanta matches, Money in the Banks, uh, you know, Intercontinental ladder matches, different things with, with multiple guys in it like this, and you know, sometimes you it's so uh, you it. Anything can happen. It's so unpredictable. The rules of the rush ladder ladder match were this. So, like, um, when you have a rush ladder match, now I guess it's going to happen in the future if you ever have another rush. The rules of it is that, it, no, it's not if just if you pull the title down, you get to the title, you grab it, you're the champion. Mm-hmm. You have to grab it, and then you have to get down to the bottom of the mat with your feet hitting the mat, which you secure in the title before you're the champion. So the reason why I say this is because there was a lot of great high spots, a lot of great stuff in the show. Um, I mean, just Lutz, AJ Daniels, both of them did some crazy moves off the top. You're in a cage, so you know you got you got some good good high spots, is what you people like to call it. I mean, it was amazing. It was a it was a car crash. It was a um, I don't know it was what to say. It's a good car crash. It's a good car crash. Wow, it was it was good it was good stuff, but it came down to at the at the end KTD and AJ Daniels going up for the title. KTD pulls it off, mm-hmm. but he's not the champion. Nope. AJ Daniels grabs the title and they're they're fighting over it, uh, put you know arguing over to see who can 
actually you know pull the title and sure enough I don't somehow I forget who it was that came up and grabbed KTD and threw him down and someone grabbed AJ Daniels and threw him down but they both KTD his grip got let go of the title he goes down AJ Daniels goes down but he did not let go of the title and therefore he's there as the champion and, yeah and uh he is now your rush, your first ever rush division champion and it's a beautiful belt. Yes, uh, it is. We, we need replicas for sale soon. <laughs> yeah, re- beautiful belt, um, you know, d- branded and designed by Collar Noble. So, by the way, speaking of, you're a Collar Noble guy. So, CollarNobleBrand.com, you go to their store.CollarNobleBrand.com, use promo code RINGSIDE, and you save 10% on all your order. Uh, now's a great time and ever of getting Collar Noble brand stuff. Just in time for Christmas, you order now, you still should be able to get it in just in time for Christmas. So, Get your get get wrestling fans some great wrestling apparel, the best wrestling apparel on the market today. Oh yes, it truly, um, it truly is. It truly is, it no really doubt. Is. Don't waste your money on a WWE shirt. It's, you, it's cheap. Sorry, it, it, it is. Sorry, y'all. I mean, I know some people who work in the merchandise department. I'm not trying to knock you, but those shirts aren't the quality that Colin Noble shirts are. Colin Noble brand, guys, and uh, Carrie's wearing one. I'm wearing one. Right now, uh, yes. Yours especially is a hot seller. The I hate Jay Bradley. I, I am wearing the I hate Jay Bradley shirt because everyone does. It's just a truthful statement, you know. And that's right. Yeah. And uh, you, you can get it. Well it's a Color Noble shirt. Yeah. Uh, you get it at OVW. You have an OVW exclusive Color Noble shirt too, as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. yeah, you know, get yourself a uh, get yourself some Color Noble gear, man. Yeah. Go online and get it, and uh, you know, save ten percent with the promo code Reekside. You can always see Carrie's always sporting collar number. I'm just oh, on yeah. a color color X elbow guy on Instagram. Color color X elbow WB on Twitter. There you go. But you you always see Carrie in collar number. There you go. Yeah, like my closet's full of that, and like two polos and one or two WrestleMania shirts, and that, that's it. <laughs> yeah, and one suit. That's it. Mm-hmm. But uh, what a great belt, great design, uh, great uh, great match, and uh, they definitely. Makes the light heavyweight division slash rush division, whatever you know, we're, we're calling it rush division, but it's also light heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Uh, look amazing uh, in the future. Well, what's the uh, for sure. we call it the Jay Bradley division? <laughs> <laughs> it could be, yeah. it could be. You know, he's going to probably come on, want to come on the show now and, and uh, talk to you. Okay, cool. talk, bring so, it. Talk, bring it, you know. Um, maybe, maybe when his nuts finally drop, he'll come over here. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Um, Next time, this is kind of a local thing going on. So, you know, if you're if you're outside of the Louisville market, this is probably like, oh, what are these guys all about? But you, but in the Louisville market, you have two radio DJs, two 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 rival radio companies. One uh, uh, is a is a QMF, but it's also the guy who works for them works for Our Heart Radio, who does K- Kentucky sports radio. Shannon, the dude, and he's been a been a, been a stable at at, uh, at OVW for a while, as far as doing. Um, commentary and things like that, but he's a Kentucky fan. Has a radio station, been there forever. And then you got Stephen Rummage in ninety three nine Deville, which is a Louisville U U of L Louisville Cardinal radio station sports. And uh, so the rival stations, and now they're also rival enemies in the ring. So they had a um, Shannon has this radio heavyweight championship, which technically is a bot title maybe i don't know he's only defended it once or twice he's never lost it well in the bourbon hall show back in october he actually lost it to uh steve rummage but steve but it was a tag match and so shannon dude wasn't right about that so he wanted to rematch so he got his rematch in a cage with steve rummage had some interference with some 
some guys, but came down to the final of them two. And um, Shannon Dewey pulled out some tricks with some blinding, some powder, things like that. But he ended up, uh, it almost didn't matter, but it did end up mattering in the long run because he ended up uh, losing, um, Shannon, Steve Rummage ended up losing the match, losing the title back to Shannon the Dude. With a roll up, I do see a handful of tights there, but the ref didn't see it. But it's also a cage match, so it didn't really matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, being that the cage match is technically legal, although it's not legal because it's like a rope break in a um, submission match. Um, a rope break is like a two count. So if he's pulling the pulling the tights, if the ref saw it, he wouldn't have disqualified. But he's technically it is like a kick out. So. <laughs> so that's why I said it, was, it wouldn't matter as far as disqualification, but it wouldn't matter in the fact that it is um, it is a match that it would it would stop the count. So um, he got he got away with it, and maybe Roman should get a rematch again. I don't know. Um, you got to one Shannon the dude that legally does not have to put the title on the line because it's not an OVW title. So we'll see how that happens there. But uh, I thought it was an entertaining match myself, though, overall. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Too. I mean, obviously, I'm not from wrestling. I didn't know who they were, but I still get in the match, you know, and the crowd loved it. They knew who they were. And, yeah, so it I. Was I, I it was storytelling. It was storytelling, and I enjoyed it. And with being storytelling, you understood that you may not know who they are, but you know this guy is not liked by this guy, and they're rivalries because yeah. of the teams they support and because of the radio stations they're at. So. Easy to tell a story and get behind it, and they did. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, after that match, you had uh, – and that's the one thing about – you know, we had an intermission before the show started after the dark matches, but this show is nonstop, just like a WWE two-hour Raw or SmackDown or pay-per-view or whatever. It's it's boom, boom, boom. You have your breaks for commercials or whatnot, but it does, there's no stopping. I mean, it, no, the actions keep going. I kind of like that, not having to deal with commercials <laughs> like you d- get at a WWE Raw or SmackDown, honestly. Oh, yeah. yeah. No one in the ring, no one seeing the commercials on the yeah. screen, you know, all yeah, that. Yeah, the commercials so, are blasting loud. Like, if you're going to play those things, at least mute it because I don't want to hear them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it, they, are, they do get loud. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had music going on during, during uh, commercial breaks and stuff. Um, so then you've got... Um, the next match is the last man standing match uh, between Randall Floyd and Dustin Jackson. Um, Randall's kind of turned on Dustin over time, and so finally it was going to. They've had so many matches in the past where one up, one got one, one got the other. So this is kind of like a match that we thought was going to end back in the back in September, but it never got around to it. So it kind of pushed all the way till now at this Christmas Gales match and this last man standing. But and of course in the last man standing match. The winner of the match is who stands up in the 10 count. When the 10 count happens, whoever's up stand, uh, standing on their feet and is, is um, you know, just declared the winner if the, if the other one doesn't make it to his feet at all. And um, Randall pulled out some tricks in this yeah. one. Yeah. I was the referee, and I, you know, and I. Your hands were tied. I mean, my they hands were, they were tied. They're, they're handcuffed, so to speak. But Right, <laughs> yeah. right. Uh, well, my hands weren't handcuffed. No, uh, well, but, yeah. Figuratively, not, not literally. <laughs> so, but somebody who was literally handcuffed was Dustin Jackson. Randall put out a trick and uh, yeah, basically. Did him, did him dirty. Did him dirty because it looked like Dustin had his number. Yeah. And uh, Randall uh, connected the, uh, got him hooked to the, to the rope, bottom rope with some handcuffs. Dustin couldn't stand up. And uh, I was forced to count to ten, and uh, basically, yeah, you know, I declared Randall the winner. 
But uh, yeah, and then um, we had to get Dustin out of there. And yeah, he's um, crazy. He uh, so Randall Randall pulled a trick out. And I'm sure it's not gonna. It, I thought maybe this would be the match that would end all the feuds, but with a trick like that and him doing it, I don't think so. I think uh, I think Dustin's gonna want his gonna want his rematch yeah. and gonna want to want to get him back. And I, I don't blame him. Yeah, you know, no, for sure. yeah, no. I think Randall just enraged Dustin even more. Yeah, for sure, no doubt. Um, but um, it was a good match overall, though. I oh, thought. Yeah. I thought both guys came out there and, and worked their butts off and tried to uh, definitely, uh, <clears throat> you know, show, get their character over and get who they were and very entertaining for sure. Um, next up, uh, we had the women's reverse rumble plus a title match. So uh, basically all all women uh, entered into the reverse rumble. Um, they had to, uh, you know, what was it, climb the cage. Mm -hmm. To get in and then climb to get out, yeah. right? Yeah, basically, yeah. The goal is this. Yeah, the goal this time was actually to escape, not actually be the last one left in the ring. Right, right. To be escape and then, right. So when they escaped the 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 uh, the ring, um, they they had to they couldn't use the doors or anything. They literally climb out of it. The one who made it to their feet and got to the ring first, or got to the outside of the ring first and landed on their feet, uh, would get a title match with Max immediately following the match. Yeah. Uh, Maxi Impeller, who's the current uh, OVW Women's Champion, uh, so <clears throat> it came down to uh, the girls. Ended up looking like it was a race between Callie and Meg, mm -hmm. and um, it literally like caused. Um, I mean, it was like out of nowhere. Meg jumped down, and Callie was. I thought Callie was going to get it, but Meg happened to jump down, and mm -hmm. um, yeah. wow, Meg got it. Yep, and. Uh, so, but immediately she was. She, she got a reawakening, yeah. From yeah, because she wasn't realizing. I don't think where she was. She wasn't paying attention, which I wouldn't have paid attention. She just wanted to get out of the ring. She jumped right in. She landed right in front of Max. Yeah. And Max just went started going berserk, and uh, <clears throat> the match was was supposed to start. And we're trying to get we're trying to stop them, and we're trying to get the girls out so they can get in the ring and start the match. And so Max had her hand. Max just. Beat the crap mm -hmm. out of her. Oh yeah. Uh, while we're while we're you know all this is happening before her match even started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she got the upper hand, and then threw her in the ring, and then the match started. So, uh, what did you think of the of the match over after the of course the reverse but the, the title match itself? I mean, well, I mean Max is definitely dominant. I could she's one I could definitely see either company wanting on their roster. Mm -hmm. She's got a different unique look, and I think. She could hold her own. Like she'd be believable against someone like you know a Ronda, a Shayna Baszler, you know a, um, a Rhea Ripley. Yeah, she definitely think, has that, that look. And I for see sure. that. I see that in, in Megan too. Mm -hmm. I can see her being up there on either roster, or either company. Yeah, it it definitely. Um, I mean, Max has that. It's a look that no one else really carries. It's yeah. it's a definite. Uh, and that's hard to do, honestly. With so many people wrestling out, out there nowadays, it's hard to st tr truly stand out. I think. Yeah, I think she's doing a great job of it. She does, and and with the women's division, with everyone focusing on the women so much, I'll tell you somebody who really, honestly, yeah, WWE will work out. But I tell you, I mean, not to knock them because I hate to, I hate to do this, but the women's division needs a serious makeover. Is is AEW? They don't really have one. I think they're working on it. Hopefully, it's going to just take time. I think. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe just having, maybe you know, when you have only two hours and you're trying to showcase everybody between that and AEW Dark maybe it's a little tar harder and it's to be a slower build versus if you have you know five hours of two brands and another you know third brand for two hours true I mean, it can make you know I can see it make it a little harder but I think 
I think they'll be able to find it. It, it can be tough if you know WWE is trying has holding on to so many women wrestlers, and it could be a little harder. You might have to dig a little deeper. Mm-hmm. But they have to dig dig far. You know, dig deep if they want Max. You know. Yeah, and then uh, you know that would yeah. um, her and Austin <clears throat> Kong. I think would be great. <laughs> It'd be believable too. It would be. It would be. But that's that's a chance there, um, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, you know the now. Believe it or not, I actually was uh, uh, taking care of some of the stuff, so I really don't know what happened. What's the outcome of the end of the match? Who 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 ended up walking away the victorious? Oh yeah, Max definitely. She was okay. dominant. Yeah, I, I figured that was the case because yeah. it's just what she was I mean, doing. The she match, also, but, you know, I mean, you know, you know, obviously, you know, did her dirty, but I mean, you know, before the match. <laughs> Right, but and that's I, why she's a champion and still is. Okay, that's. Yeah. I figured that. I just was. Uh, I had to prepare because there were some other things going on. Um, you know, I had to prepare so I could not see that that match because uh, once because basically the problem was we had to get all the other women in the back, and so this match is going on, and I'm literally trying to. Some of these women are still fighting, yeah, and I'm literally trying to get these women in the back away from each other, and this is us is going on, and then so I I did not. Um, see what happened next thing i know you know i'm looking next thing i go back to look to the who's out there i see the, the next match was the ovw heavyweight title match mm-hmm. um which happens to be the champion justice smooth uh against uh, leonis uh, khan the brother of maximus that that uh, wrestled earlier um uh, and uh man i tell you what um this was a really good match oh yeah and you know what's crazy about justice smooth i just realized he's had the title um since like May, I believe, uh, May or June, definitely June. But I think he had it. I think he wanted he he won the title in April, or May, lost it for like a couple weeks, a month, and then won it back. And he's had it ever since. And he lost against Michael Hayes, and Michael has been hasn't been in OVW in quite some time. He's doing some other work in the area though, but he's been traveling. But um, but but Justin, um, like. He's he's just been no one can overcome. He's he's but every single win, one every single time he's won, he's he's definitely cheated to win. Yeah, you know, um, and, uh, and or, or something just circumstantially happened, like when he fought Jack Stain at the um, Bourbon Hall. It was like no doubt Jax is going to walk away with this championship. Well, you know, uh, it just so happens that. They're outside fighting in the ring. There's a 10-count happening. They throw, Jax picks him up, throws him in the ring, and he wasn't paying attention. He threw him in the ring at nine and a half. He goes to climb in, it's 10. Too late. And he got, he got counted down. And we all know that in a count out, whether you're on, you on the good side of the bad side of the count out, if you're at the championship match, the champion doesn't lose, doesn't, doesn't change. Yeah. So... It just so happened that he was on the bad side of it, but it didn't matter if he was on the good side either. Yeah, he's still, he still been champion. champion. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, that was the um, case there. So it's like, just luckily got it. And then um, in this match, you know, with um, the title match, it just in a cage match is pinfall submission or the first person to to make it to the uh, to the end with their um, um, the feet on the floor yeah. um, wins the title. And it it was a great match, a great, great uh, competitive match even. Um, But, um, you know, like earlier today, his brother won with the spear against Tony. His brother had had a chance to spear uh, 
smooth and goes for the spear to to end it, but just was in, get him in the corner, and it just so happened that he hit him in the rock. He hit him enough where he went flying back, but unfortunately, it was against the cage, but it was against the door part of the cage, and it went open, and there I go smooth rolling out and roll out right in front of me, yeah, and, and there's your champion, yeah, he's still your champion, still current OVW heavyweight champion, yeah, um, Justin Smooth and. Maybe he's just that smooth. You know? like, uh, maybe so. Yeah, I don't he, know. He, he's but, like, hey, I'll take, I'll take the spear. I know him right at, and he'll knock me out, and spear me to victory. So when he, when he, when he wins, you know, and I've been the referee and not paid attention and seen it later and had to had to answer for it. So when he, when he wins, um, you know, and he cheats behind our back, and he wins that way by putting his foot on the ropes or doing other stuff, he wins, and then, um, and then all of a sudden it comes down to if he doesn't have to cheat or doesn't then it circumstantially just happens or he gets stoned in the ring before the 10 count or he gets speared through the cage and falls out so i don't know but the nightmare rumble is going to be coming up on on january the 11th and uh and there's definitely got to be somebody i don't know who's going to be yet and it could be a rematch but there's yeah. although he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't own one or definitely could be somebody needs to maybe finally Take this title off of Justin Smooth. Is that yep? Uh, so it can only be smooth for so long. <laughs> right, right. Um, finally, you have the main event, which is a war game style match uh, inside the cage. You have your uh, team. It's basically the L the LLB, um, which results in the Cash Flow, Isaiah, um, Big Zoe. And your favorite, Jay Bradley. Everyone's favorite, yes. Um, against uh, the team of um, Dimes and Storm, the current OVW Heavyweight cha- Tag Team Champions, um, Shira, uh, Impact Superstar, and uh, Jax Dane, uh, also former Impact Superstar. Um, and, um, you know, War Game style means that um, every couple of minutes, a guy goes in. It starts off with two. There's a, there's a the match starts with what kind of like uh, you have a you have a fight basically. And every couple of minutes, each one of the team gets to go in. Uh, so basically, the, the coin toss went to LLB. So LLB was the first of the after the two one side of each was in the ring. LLB goes in. It's two to one, and then a minute or so a couple of minutes later, it's now two to two, and then back to three to one with LLB, and then back so on and so forth. Then when all, man, excuse me, and then when all um, all the competitors are in the ring at the same time, Jack Stein was the last one to enter. Once he enters, the match did start. Uh, I was door free for that. Ring the bell, and then it's a free for all. No tag matches. Whoever gets the first pinfall or submission. So there's there could be a pinfall. There could be a break. You know whatever happens. Um, and uh, this match was uh, kind of crazy. Pretty fast. It looks like um, the upper hand was going in the way of the um, of the guys of the tag team champs and their partners against LLB. And then all of a sudden, somebody, I guess it must have been an Ashcraft, snuck some kind of a lead pipe or he something did. in yeah, there. He snuck some it kind in, of, yeah. Some kind of gimmick in. I, um, it was, I couldn't, I mean, I, I could get it. If it was laying on the ground, I could grab it, but it was never on the ground. Therefore, being that it's a cage, there's no disqualification. Yeah. I couldn't do anything about it. Yeah, it's all so legal. it looked like Jay Bradley, our favorite person, yep. takes it and hits Shear in the head, knocks him out, um, goes for the pin. I counted three. No one broke it up. So, yeah. therefore, the winners of this match, um, LOB, 
I think, um, in, I think in his case, that stands for loss of balls or lots of bitching. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> From Bradley's case. <laughs> loss of balls. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, no, I like that. Um, we all hate Jay Bradley. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so yeah, that was um, that was it. And uh, ending of the show, um, you know, the, the guys uh, got on the mic and, um, you know, talked, thanked everybody for coming. But uh, as far as Jack Stane and doors uh dimes and storm and all that but i'm telling you it was it was overall a great show and I, I enjoyed it i enjoyed the hell out of it for sure oh yeah i did too Definitely. being a part of something like that it's always special too because you're it's kind of cool um i know uh you you uh actually did, i couldn't have my camera so i was going to take a selfie and i was like you had your camera luckily you just took a picture of us but i was trying to like i was trying to take a picture with you and then i was like oh shit, i don't have my camera what am i doing i'm in i've been in the ring so i just literally go to my back pocket and go duh what am i thinking well i don't have my phone on me uh so um well, you took a picture so i got it so that's pretty cool and i noticed you posted some pictures of the of the show yeah, on I'll um, posting more and tagging more of the roster later hmm. yeah I, I know you posted on a couple things on uh, instagram and yeah. facebook yeah. or not facebook on but twitter, on twitter yeah. yeah so i'm sure you'll post on your personal facebook which that's you know only your friends will see that but yeah. um but yeah that's um pretty cool and uh yeah. you know really good uh, shot of um, amon if they say Take that picture, print it eight by tens for autograph signing. Oh yeah, yeah that was a great picture of that. Um, yeah, I'm 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 sure he'll he'll use that. That's pretty. That's pretty right point right at him. That's yeah. pretty awesome. Um, but it's but it's cool to think. So you know, I kind of talked about this a little bit ago, but and we kind of talked, but now we broke down the whole card. So like, you know, you've been to, you you even made this point. You said the cage seemed to be bigger than what you didn't hell in the cell. It seemed like it maybe taller, I'm wrong. I guess. Yeah, taller. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm wrong. It's been a couple years since I've seen a hell in a cell match in person. Yeah. Um, it's definitely much taller than the standard WWE cage, for sure. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe because it's narrow, it seems taller than the hell in a cell. Maybe it's not. I have to, you know, see it again, compare. You know, I see a hell in a cell again, compare. I don't know how the, the red cage looks. I haven't seen the red hell in a cell cage in person. I assume it's the exact same, just painted. After uh, being inside of it, <clears throat> see, well, watching the rush title and them going up at the mm -hmm. top and all that stuff, and then watching them climb over and climb down, I was watching all that, and I got to thinking about what you said, and I go, you know, I think he's right because I think, you know, you 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 see, not many people go to the top of the cage anymore, anyway. Yeah. So, you know, they may climb, they may try to climb up and jump down, but yeah, I think it's about. It seems about right. It seems probably if it's taller. Maybe it's by, only taller about a foot or two. By, but, yeah, at, at the most a foot or two. Yeah, but it has. But this one has no roof, and the difference between Hell in a Cell is that it surrounds the ring. So it goes it's definitely you know. wider. Hell in a Cell is definitely wider. Yeah, but it may and it may look bigger because you're seeing the cage from the concrete to the top, and this is a huge cage that starts from the apron. So the I got a question about this. So I've never seen Hell in a Cell in person, and the cameras don't really do 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 this justice at all. But do they make extra room in the arena for that? Like for example. We know how many feet between the barricade and the and the ring. Yeah, the hell in the cell comes down. It surrounds it by it by um, probably like two feet, so it gives them a little small area to work. Three feet gives them a little small area to work with. But are you? Can you like reach out and touch the cage where yeah. you're at? Yeah, I still can do that. I'm from I remember the all the ones that I've been to. Yeah, you can still touch it. I, I mean, I don't out of respect, I don't touch it. But mm, okay, you can. Yeah, you can. Um, it seems like. Because the last one I was at was 2016 when, you know, they had Sasha and uh, Charlotte. Mm -hmm. and I want to say they... That was, a la was that the last one that was, that was still? That was... Well, or, the, or well, like the, no, the, no the, I, I didn't go to the one in 2017 where it was still before, the, before they turned it red. Okay. Um, and so I remember you could still touch it. I want to say 
the barricade was the same distance from the ring, but I think the front row was pushed back even further because I think I could almost stretch my legs out completely. Oh, uh, okay. From what I remember. And uh, sometimes it happens, even like with chamber, it seems like, yeah, you can still touch it, but I think there's a little bit more distance just in case, I guess, to be cautious. Front rows push back a little more. And then, especially if the arena has room. Some arenas you're just cramped in because that's how the floor space is. I got you. Okay. Yeah, if it doesn't seem like there's extra space at all between the barricade and uh, the ring. Well, it just looked like, um, you know, it looked like when I'm watching it, well, it – I'm thinking that they wouldn't. You would be able to touch it, but then I'm thinking, well, maybe they because they know what to put in the hell cell. Maybe they push everything back a little more, um, but it would make you feel like you're further away. And I guess when the cage is not down, they they don't want you to look further away. So yeah. I guess that would make sense. Yeah, but. I guess I'm, I don't know what, how they do it production wise. I mean, they they got a whole team for that. You know, I don't know how they they take measurements if they run numbers or what. They just have someone sit there and think, okay, move the row up and push it back. Yeah, you know, lower the cage, turn the hard cam on. How does it look versus Raise the cage. How's it look on the hard cam? <laughs> and that was my uh, first time uh, ever refing inside of a cage match. I mean, I had we had a couple of them, but first time experience. And I know, you know, being part of OVW for a year now, um, you know, there was the last time they was in the cage was last Christmas Chaos, and that was right. That was when I met everybody, but was saying, "Hey, he's coming on board," and I literally joined, you know, the team shortly after that. So. Um, it's kind of cool to to um, be exper experience that. It was really, and it was it was definitely um, you know neat to be in there and to do that. So I, de I mean, I did enjoy um, working that uh, cage and everything like that. So pretty cool. Um, so let's talk uh, a little bit about um, what kind of transition into this. Uh, you know, OVW. By the way, guys, go to OVW Wrestling. Um, dot com for more details. You can also follow follow them on Twitter at ov wrestling uh, and on Instagram at ohio valley wrestling uh, or like them on Facebook. Keep it up with them on the YouTube page. Uh, every Tuesday night uh, we go live. Uh, actually, at seven for dark matches, we actually can see the dark matches on YouTube, and then eight uh, you can see the show. We had a problem with our YouTube uh, link yesterday, so it was live on Facebook, but it was like from one angle, it wasn't the normal production angle, so you can only see it from a far view. Um, but the YouTube will show the chant. The show will show up on YouTube soon. You can watch the entire show. But usually we're live every Tuesday at seven and eight um, p.m. Seven uh, Eastern. This is all Eastern time. Seven p.m. Eastern time. Uh, dark matches eight o'clock starts our TV production. It's an hour long, two hours if you watch the darks uh, matches. But it's enjoyable, and you can interact with other fans there and through the chat. Um, and then you can also get the, get us on the OVW Wrestling Network. OVW Network TV dot TV four ninety nine get other content too as well and old shows and stuff like that and more content to come including this very sh this very podcast being on there too so anyways um lot uh, lot there just want to throw that out there so uh, I, now real quick before we transition I, I, we talk with Al and so it looks like this is not going to be your f your last time coming to OVW, it looks like we're going to try to plan to get you in and have you come, come again, if it just makes more sense for the schedule, but have you come in again and yeah. see some more shows? Oh, I'd love to, yeah. yeah. You've got a great roster. Yeah, that's awesome. And I, I think the next uh, thing would well, be probably person, but yeah. sometime in February we're doing the Impacts, kind of a double sh double show. Um, I think we're doing definitely one on the 22nd. I think the 21st is a combined show 
which might even, uh, it sounds like I just heard it might take place actually in Lexington, Kentucky, and then Louisville will be the impact one. So, I mean, it's just 70 miles east, and if the office, you come in for it, you could just easily ride, you know, whatever. But, uh, but yeah, we'll, um, that'll be pretty cool to uh, do all that and come out for that, for that, uh, for those shows. We'll talk more about that as we get there. But uh, <clears throat> real quick, I know we've been talking for about 50 minutes, but let's go into uh, – uh, the current roster of WWE and what's going on, our current product of WWE, maybe a little AEW and NXT. But what a, what are you? What's your takes on what's currently going on with WWE right now? As far as the story, the storyline up, they finally, I think, officially got rid of the brand thing, except for Sami Zayn showing up on Raw, which is like, what are you doing? Now you're you're showing that you're a SmackDown guy on Raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're blurring the lines again, but what uh, do you, you know? Let that one play out. See what happens with that. You know. Um, I mean, it could work out to be good. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna reserve judgment. And see how it goes for the next six, eight weeks. Yeah, and see what comes of it. Maybe it was, maybe you know, they could run star lines like, hey, nah, never mind. Kevin Owens is on Raw. I don't be, I don't have my ass kicked, so I'm just gonna stay on SmackDown with Nakamura. I mean, possible. You know, they could have. Maybe they was wanted to play around and try see how it would work having a mouthpiece for Mojo. Yeah. You know. Well, and if he's like a manager, they can say, "Well, managers are not wrestlers; they can be everywhere they want to yeah. go." Then that makes sense too. And yeah, you know, it's wrestling; you can write whatever you want. And oh, exactly. Creative. Yeah, you have, you have a creative ability to write stuff that you can't write anywhere else. So yeah, and, um, yeah. I mean, I'll let that play out. You know, it wouldn't be a bad pairing of Sammy and Mojo. No, it, no. Know. I mean, I've seen worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but what? What exactly, though? As far as. Uh, you know, different story modes going on, but I mean, what what are you liking? Uh, what, what would be your your what would be like your your cup of tea or what you're really into as far as what angle is hot to you? Uh, I'm still loving what Bray's, Bray Wyatt's doing. The only I, I like how it's just Bray Wyatt in the regular Universal title. It's not it's not a title match, but he's using that. You know, and then when he's a fiend, he wears this fiend custom belt. I like that. I think they ought to just either call him the Fiend when he is the Fiend, and when he's just Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt. Mm. That's the like, only thing I would do. <clears throat> kind of like Finn Balor and the Deem and the Demon. Exactly. Yeah, that's how personally I do it. Maybe they eventually will, and they're slowly maybe break that off. Mm-hmm. I don't gonna let it play out. Um, I think they have a lot of good things going with um, the continued storyline of Fiend and Daniel Bryan, but now you have a storyline of Bray Wyatt and Miz. So yeah. So I do like that. Um, um, you know, Nakam- um, I think they might be doing a Nakamura Braun Strowman match at some mm-hmm. point soon. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Just see how that plays out. Two different styles, two different sizes. Could actually be interesting to watch, honestly. Uh, I like how um, Seth Rollins, he just seemed like completely comfortable and natural when he cut that promo after turning on Kevin Owens. That's his personality. Him, yeah. uh, him as a face, just, it didn't work. No. You could tell. You know, so, you know, you can always play a part, but when... When something's more natural, you got to go that route. And I like the pairing of him and the authors of pain, or maybe now that they call the architects of pain. I don't know, but yeah, I like the I like the architects of pain. Yeah, I think I like to see how it goes. It's and let it, hopefully it's not something we break up in four weeks or eight weeks. Let it let it play out for a while. You know, if it's uh, hot, write it. You know, for six, eight months, twelve months. You know, it almost like when Seth was in the middle and the two were around him, and he was like standing there looking down. I was like, don't if they if they bump. if they do the fist bump. I was like, if they do that, yeah, that, that, and that's like you know. You know, we don't need that Shield 2.0. Make it different, and don't do that fist bump. But I think it's gonna be a great storyline. Well, if they did it, it would have definitely brought heat because you've been like, oh, it been heat, but not know. something I think you should do long term. No, you know, no. you know, maybe that's something that they had jumped Roman and they did that to kind of mock the Shield, and then that'd be a little different. But not, not with Kevin Owens right now. Yeah, um, no, not with Kevin. Yeah, no. I think it's something that you could segue. Yeah, 
build, don't, don't have them do a match at TLC. It's too soon. Build it to Rumble. Have a one-on-one match at Rumble. Unless they want to build it out and maybe not have a match at Rumble, just interact in the Rumble match itself, and then build, you know, compete in the chamber, and then Mania, if they want to go that route. If they, if they can't get a certain new Fox person to wrestle a match with Seth. So... Uh, let me ask you this because we—it's on my mind right now. And I, okay, we talked about this. I think me and Clint talked about it on the last episode. But like, you have your—do we have too many pay per views? You know, I was—you know—people will say, and, I, and people always like will shit on nowadays. But it's like, so a lot of the same stuff happened out here. You weren't shitting on that. So I mean, you still had back then. Five hours of TV, hour Sunday Night Heat, two hours Raw, two hours SmackDown, and the stars are appearing on every show. Mm-hmm. You still have five hours now, three on Raw, two on SmackDown, and for the most part, if they, and as long as they stay with it, they're going to be on separate brands, and you still have your 12 monthly pay-per-views. I don't count the Saudi Arabas as anything. To me, that's just a clash of champions in a large stadium or a Saturday Night event in a large stadium. I expect nothing out of it, but just to watch you know, another show. Uh, in this case... I you know and I'm glad they're doing away with Fastlane. There's no February pay per view. Oh, there's like. no. No, it's because they have NXT Portland takeover. Oh. And so you're going to have Rumble, Chamber in early March, and then Mania, unless they add something else last minute. But I like that. Oh, so they're getting Chamber. Okay. Yeah, we are getting Chamber March eighth. <laughs> there is no February pay per view. That's NXT Takeover Portland. So I, I kind of like that. So already we're getting rid of one. You don't need two pay per views after Rumble to lead to Mania. That's too much. Well, you, I don't think you need the one, but I, I you know, I, I don't, mean. I don't mind Chamber. You know, being like a, as a halfway point in between to kind of segue into Mania. You just don't need Fast Lane and Chamber. You know? Well, the only reason why, the only reason why that the pay per view that pay per view would work, like for example, Chamber or fa- whatever if it was Fast Lane, whatever you want, whatever pay per view you want to go with. Mm-hmm. But the only reason why one would work is for the other because there's now two brands. Yeah. For the other championship match, yes, because whoever wins the rumble is going to pick who they're taking on. Well, then now you got this match to, mm-hmm. to determine who the number. That's why is I like how that it works, and you don't yeah. have an, another pay per view, you know, in between. Right. You know, like they've done that before, where it's Chamber February, Fastlane in March. It's like too much. Yeah, yeah. Um, as far as twenty pay per views, I don't think it's that. I think it's just a uh, when you're having the same few when you have a you know a, a huge depth of a roster but only the same few always appearing and it seems like they have always the same matches that makes the pay-per-views meaningless you have right. enough talent you can make all 12 pay-per-views mean more if we weren't seeing the same damn thing over and over again sometimes you know but sometimes Austin the Attire you saw the same thing how many times we see Undertaker and Austin on the show or right. on, uh, Austin and Rock you know some form of Hardy's or Dudley's or Hardy's and Edge of Christian or Dudley's and Edge of Christian, you know, mm-hmm. and that happened a lot too. And, but again, you can do that if you keep your audience engaged. Right. And, you know, maybe the answer also is part of it is, you know, back then on Raw, you know, you'd, your matches would be less than five minutes. Quick, boom, there's, there's interference. There's multiple layers of stories. It may not be these two stars. It may be a whole group of them going after for some reason. Mm-hmm. You have different layers built in. Um, you'd have a main event of, a triple threat, Rock, Undertaker, Triple H, seven minutes from the time they did entrance to the interference. You know, because you save the longer matches with pay-per-view. Maybe that needs to be a format. Mm-hmm. Make the, the Monday and Friday shows more fast-paced. You know, maybe one match can be long. But the rest, make it short-paced. Right. Interact. Have multiple layers. You know, why, is it, why can't four, you know, four tag teams be after each other going after for that tag title shot? Why does it have to be just the same two and they all, you know, while right. the other teams <clears throat> are not being used? Give them a chance, you know. Shorter matches could also mean more promo time for other 
wrestlers to get their character out there and get their over and why I should care about them. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. I mean, it's definitely um, definitely something that needs to be focused point and looked into, you know, and all that. And that takes you to, like, you know, say AEW is, you know, um, what they're doing right now is that, yeah, they're, they're, they've got a lot of building to do and there's some people who do characters, but they – you know, there's there's a lot of talent they could they could get they could get their hands on in WWE. You got Luke Harper and and Ascension and all these guys asked for the release. I don't know if they have to wait ninety days if that's still a thing or not. But I think it, it is. Yeah, AEW can grab them up, pick them up, boom, and there you go. And there's yeah. you know, and they show up on TV sometime and, and right right around right right before Mania. Believe it or not. Yeah, you could have them on Dynamite. Yeah. Dynamite and kind of pull people away that are fan, you know. Yeah. And, Nothing wrong yeah. with that. I just hope if they do all that, they do. If they were to sign all of them or even Ascension and Luke Harbor, don't ignore the talent you already have and invested in too. Towards like, oh well, we like you, but you know, you're nothing compared to the old former WWE guys. You know, right? Don't treat them like they're kind of second class. Right, exactly, and that's <clears throat> gotta find that balance. And soon enough, here, here in the next, you know, a couple, a couple of weeks, we're gonna, we're gonna somehow see John Morrison pop up, mm-hmm. and it might even happen at this at POC. You yeah, know, he you might pop know, up yeah. and say, "Here I am," and come out and figure out if he's on Raw, if he's on SmackDown. If I don't think he was in NXT, I think they pumped him up too much to show he's returning to, to be on the one of the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, NXT is a good stacked roster now. I'm not sure if they need need a former. That was a main roster star coming on there, you know. No, I mean, it would have it would it would made sense a couple of years ago if they brought him back and put him on NXT. Yeah. Um, just because you know the, the way they've been doing it, but you know he's he definitely. I mean, when they brought in Mike Bennett, I thought Mike Bennett would go to NXT and he didn't. Mm-hmm. Morrison's way more talented and better than than Mike Bennett is. And although I'm not against Mike Bennett, I'm just saying overall he's Morrison's a better name. But yeah. you know, and, and just has. Uh, I mean, personally, I think he's a better talent. Doesn't mean Mike Bennett's a bad talent. You no, know what not I mean? at like, all. No. Huh. Um, but I just think, and so that would immediately put Morrison at the top somewhere. I just hope it's not one of those things where he shows up, they push him for six weeks, and then he disappears. Again. And they lose interest. Yeah, like the shiny yeah. new toy is not so shiny. They put him back in the box. Yeah, uh, but uh, it happens but too much sometimes. It happens, and I think I can see bring something back. Where it's some kind of a you know deal with Morrison and Miz. Yeah, I mean, he, he kind of owes him because he went out when Miz kind of attacked him on the stage and left him laying. So yeah, you I kind of already have a built-in storyline if if they want to go that route. They can go that route. They can go. They can go many many routes. I yeah. mean, you can do so much stuff with Morrison uh, again, um, and I would be okay with that. Uh, I just like I said, I just hope they don't build something up and then and then lose interest again. Yeah. On him or some some sort. Um, <clears throat> so um, NXT by far, though, in my opinion, has been the. If you, you want to compare both products on Wednesday night, mm-hmm. NXT is by far killing yeah. AEW. Oh, yeah. Um, it's top to bottom, and even main uh, roster too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, a little bit. I yeah, agree some with ways. That. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and it just goes to show. I mean, yes, you got the. You've been to Full Sail, yes. right? You've you've seen shows there. Um, but you've only seen tape shows. You never seen anything live, right? No, I was there. Um, no, when they, I think they went up to the Cruiserweight Classic finale. I think it was live. Oh, okay. okay yes, yeah. I was there for that. But I've only, I've, I've done, I've done NXT tapings in Orlando, but at the College Arena, and I was there for the May Young Classic too, both nights. Okay. Those being taped, of course. Okay, so um, it's an it's, it's intimate atmosphere. It's kind of like we you took a tour today mm-hmm. of the Davis Arena, so. 
Davis Arena set up a certain way. Yeah, there was, there was no ring or something, so you had to use your imagination a little bit. But you were there for the setup and all that stuff, and you've seen everything the way it is. So it's kind of like the, the same. You come in, you, everything is the same way. It's intimate. You're only so many you can get in there. Um, you know, you you have a you have a packed crowd, and you or and you have all some of the same fans, and they kind of get to know you. About, but you have a lot of fans that come to the show because you know they're in town that week or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of studio wrestling, but it's kind of not. It's not like in NWA studio. It, <coughs> it's weird how that's more studio wrestling. This is not even it's the same thing. It just has a different look, mm-hmm. I guess, to it. But you gotta have that old, that atmosphere, or that look to it. So, um, yeah, you're you're able to. The crowd is more in, more engaged when you're that close and that intimate. But at the same time, I think it works better for NXT. I think it helps. And I think if they were on the road like AEW is right now, it wouldn't have the same appeal. I think if AEW could find one spot, mm-hmm. maybe do it in Chicago, since this is where they started this whole thing. Maybe find a small venue in Chicago and kind of just run it weekly out of there for yeah, right like, now. Like UIC Pavilion. Something, they, they need something small because they definitely didn't fill up the Sears Center. <laughs> no, which is crazy. I, I think that's kind of like, well, that's something we talked about. Some of us, like Danny and some others, would talk about that. I mean, part of it is the honeymoon is a little bit over. You know, mm-hmm. the brand new shiny toy is not as shiny. It's still a great product, yeah. but it kind of lost a little bit of that steam. And you know when you if you're only going for that hardcore fan, that's a very limited audience. Yeah. And also, and also you got to think how many people that being on holidays were out of town or couldn't because they had family plans. Like I couldn't go even though I was in town. Um, yeah. Or how many people spent all their money uh, on some portion of Survivor Series weekend? Mm-hmm. You know, all of a sudden, oh, okay, we had Tuesday off, and now it's boom, we're right. You know, and then they, I think they're in Champagne the following week. So I mean, people in Southern Illinois may not have wanted to. Drive up, spend money there, and then spend money again. You know, mm-hmm. in, in their own hometown. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You know, that may have been more just bad timing with the holidays and the schedules and Survivor Series weekend. It's but, possible, but yeah. here's the other thing and they too: need is to that you their audience too. You you ran a show there mm-hmm. um, a couple weeks, couple months ago, and mm-hmm. you turn around and come back there for your Dynamite show. Yeah. So it's one of those that like you know, um, but see that that holds you know uh, ten twelve thousand people. Mm-hmm. Where, but if you go into a arena that is smaller, mm-hmm. say that holds a couple thousand, that would do better, yeah. And just build that up, and go to go to venues like that. I yeah, mean, that's, they might need to in certain markets. Yeah, like if they had been like New York, they probably could have done a little better. You know, have a pay per view in September, come back in November, and you know maybe not mm-hmm. filled up ten thousand, but maybe had seven or eight. Yeah, you, you know? can find a place to do. Yeah. Um, production and do these shows where yeah, there's and, less people, less people tickets to sell. And you got, uh, and then you sell commercial. Well, build that program up. If you want to do a travel show, mm. or you find a spot and do your show always there for a while, yeah. and, to, and then start to travel, test it out once a month. Go here, once a month. Go there. Make make the, make a dynamite of the week month or whatever it is. Get some special. You're traveling, but all the other shows are filmed live, but somewhere else at one spot. And then maybe the every two months you do your through whatever they're doing, do your, your big pay per views, and then th- that's where you pick the arenas like the Sears Center places over twelve thousand, and that'll see. Okay, now we're we're we're, we're packing up. Now we're doing something. Yeah, now we can go back two, three, four times a year <laughs> in the same place because that's a right. going to keep coming out. Yeah, well, it's like you know the NXT. If they wanted a bigger place, they could. It maybe you probably couldn't do it every Wednesday, but. You could probably go to the um, UF, UCF or UCF, whatever it's called, UCFE Arena the, on the college campus. That's holds a few thousand. Right. They did a taping there one time. had about half full, but I don't know, 2,200, 2,500 fans. So they, something that might be, if you want one of the bigger audience, make it look a little more, look a little like 
I guess a little bit bigger league on TV. Well, here in here in Louisville, we got a place called and NXT's ran their like house shows here mm-hmm. when they've come and and T- TNA when they, when they were at TNA has done shows here at that place. It's called the Broadbent Arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go to the Broadbent Arena. It used to be it's a small little place mm-hmm. right next to an old the old Freedom Hall. Uh, Freedom Hall still there, but you could you can do Freedom Hall and tape off the top, mm-hmm. but. It might look bad on TV, but if you do the Broadbent Arena, the price-wise, you're going to be it's going to be a smaller venue. You're going to get a cheaper price. You're going to fill a couple thousand. It's going to fill up. It's going to sell out here. Yeah, but that's the arenas like that. Uh, yeah. Yes, it's not. It's older or whatever. Now and, and the concourse and places and it wouldn't yeah. be bad but on tv it'll look great yeah a, you know fans not looking for you know oh that's a, that's a nasty old concourse they're not seeing that on tv i mean exactly where where actually tell you go back to bound for glory where impact did bound for glory where they had that at mm-hmm. uh in chicago out that little uh villa i forget the name of it now the odium odom uh, Something like that, yeah. Oh, oh, you know, yeah, wherever they had, like, that was perfect. Yeah. That would be perfect for Dynamite to run, to run like, weekly shows out of. Yeah. Run your weekly show out of there if you want to base it in Chicago. Run it out of there. Do one big show once a month at the Sears Center or every couple months in the Sears Center. Do your weekly one there and then do your, I mean, like, that right there is just, the fans would go, those fans would go back there every single Wednesday night to that show. Yeah. Because, but the problem is when you, some of these cities you go to, you know, that's the other thing, too, is that you're doing this on a Wednesday night, and everyone knows that, you know, um, if you're if you've just been in the market in Chicago a couple of months ago and you come back, you're now coming on a Wednesday. Last time you were there on a Saturday. So now you've got a... And it was a holiday weekend. It's a, yeah, holiday, it, was it was a holiday weekend. weekend. Yeah. You lived in Chicago. I've had family in Chicago. So you know that if you're going to go to a show that starts at 6.30, 7 o'clock, mm-hmm. you've got to leave by 4.30, if you're if you're in the suburbs to get to that suburb, yeah. not because it's far away, because of the traffic and the travel yeah. just to get there. Or if you live in the city, it's still gonna be a pain in the ass because it's still a decent distance. Right, and you got traffic, city and suburb highway traffic on top of that. So I mean, that's sometimes it may take longer than the the length of the event just to get there one way. Right. So if you have it in a place that's always there, and you get those people around it, and yeah, you you sell tickets obviously, and you and and. And, and hey, you maybe you have it where people can walk up and try to buy tickets at the door. Sorry, we're sold out this show, but we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm. You know, it just that just people are mad. Oh, they those so it's it's a good thing to have people be mad that you sold out. Yes, instead it's of being mad that you man, yeah, because yeah, that means okay, and that shows okay now now people are interested. It's gonna get you to go further, but. Yeah, I mean, but I don't think AEW's going out of going anywhere. I don't think no, they're not be, going out of business, and you know, and, and no one should want them. Whether you're a fan of them or not, you, you want wrestling to succeed and thrive. Yeah. You don't want anyone to lose their job, lose their. Lose their I used to get there. so weird. I used to get I still to this day when people was like, "Oh, Impact just used the phone go away." No, they don't. Why? Why? Why were they? What if someone you know, wished that on your company so you could lose your job, lose your livelihood? Yeah, mm. but I mean, back when you know, back when. Um, Dixie was running it before you know mm-hmm. uh, Anthem took over. That whole stuff, or actually Global Force and then Anthem, like with all yeah. those different transitions, it was like, oh, they just need a phone go away. They seem to die. Like there's no one watches it. No one does. Okay, but you're still people that are living off, the, you know, doing that. Yeah, Impact, not just the wrestlers, the production crew and the office and everything. And I think Impact is sitting better where it has before now with the Access Program TV and like the Access TV. Like it's it's doing great. You know that that's. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I'm liking it. I'm, I'm a couple of episodes behind on the on the programming, but um, I, I'm loving what they're doing now. Um, as far as their their product, now we can we can disagree on 
what they're thinking about doing with the title, mm-hmm. um, the main title. I disagree there, but you know they're 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 working on they're putting the buzz on something. Um, so we'll see what goes there. Uh, do you watch Impact uh, uh, at all? Uh, not really. I, I will read about it and keep up with it. Yeah, but that's a, that's about it. Mm. Okay. It's just sometimes there's just like so much wrestling. There's so much wrestling. So much wrestling you have access to nowadays. You know, you have so much easy access to so many different companies nowadays. You know, which is again why if you're gonna hate on a promotion, don't watch. You have so many other options. You, you know? do. What yeah. about NWA Power? Have yeah. You, you, yeah. you watching that? I'll have. Um, no, again, I read about it. But, yeah. You know. But you know, like I said turn on YouTube to the OVW. You Absolutely. Know? Like, yeah. You know, and if you're not a fan of Raw, fine, do something else on your Monday night. You know, or maybe turn on the network and watch some old, older content. Mm-hmm. You know, or watch you know the new Stone Cold Broken Skull sessions. You know, something right. like that. You know, there's there's alternatives. Or if you need to binge watch and catch up on, you know, NXT to before the Wednesday live show or NXT mm-hmm. UK or if you need to binge watch, you know, go through OVW shows and catch up. Do that, you know. Yeah. Make that your Monday night then. If you're not a fan of it. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I think the last time I had you on, I think I said, you, I think I asked you the question of what your favorite show you ever attended. And I think your answer, if I'm not mistaken, was it Toronto's WrestleMania? 18, yeah. 18? Hogan and Rock, yeah. yeah. Just the whole weekend, <clears throat> the experience. I mean, it's, I mean, Rock and Cena came close. Hogan and Michaels came close to that. But nothing that I've experienced in my life has hit that level. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I can only imagine. Um, like I said, Jerry Lawler said that was his favorite match he ever called. So yeah, um, I mean, he's called a lot. Yeah, I mean, you know, when I got there that Thursday morning, there was you know fans are slowly starting to come in every day, but it was already from I can tell listening to the fans, there was a split. It was going to be a split Hogan Rock fifty fifty. But as the weekend wore, more you know wore on, it was becoming more pro Hogan. And then the, and at the at the Sky Dome again, it was more pro Hogan. Probably it seemed like almost seventy thirty. It just kind of grew more and more. And when Hogan did his uh, his kickout routine, when he started doing that, I mean, I'm looking and I, and I see people in the very last row of the stadium jumping up and down and screaming and going crazy and like the building shaking. I mean, you don't get that that often, especially in a venue that size. There are some yeah. people and make that much noise. Mm. It is my second favorite match of all time, and the reason why it's not my first. And I'm a I'm a huge rock fan, mm-hmm. and so but Michaels and Taker at 25 was just yes, uh, that was that was yeah so freaking amazing that it's hard for me because it was such good storytelling it was so good and it's one of those times you actually believe that the streak is ending here tonight, yes you know and it uh, it's so it's, that it's so hard to not put rock put that it's so hard to put that under. Rock and Hogan, but Rock and Hogan though. Oh yeah. my goodness! And both those both those matches, what they have in common, they should have gone on last. Yes, yes, because because in both main events, fans were getting up and leaving, and no one gave a crap. Mm. No, especially no. especially twenty five. That was even worse. So they had uh, the crane camera going around, just trying to get people to make noise, do something. Mm. Yeah, you know, you couldn't. No, it should have went on last. And and when that match, and it should have when and last and the following year they did right. They closed yeah, out the yeah, show. Yeah, twenty six. Yeah, twenty six. But but like. Yeah, because you had in uh, in eighteen, Jericho and Triple H had to follow that. Yeah, they that, had a women's match, and then and then that like people were there obviously to see Hogan and Rock. I yeah. mean, that was it. You know, people yeah. were excited for some of the stuff, but you know, at that point, even people for that title match were just quiet, and people started getting believe in. There was nothing against H and and, and Jericho. No, they but, worked hard. It's but, just bad. You know, I think they even said. I think one of the some kind of documentary said, "No, we should not have gone on last. We knew better, and we fought for it, and Vince." One of the title match, I get you want the title to be important, 
nothing you could have done would have made that title important unless it was Hogan and Rock for the title. Right. And you know? and many times we've seen it before where uh, they didn't go last, uh, in, you know, in the past, or the title match wasn't last. And so it, it doesn't need to be whatever's the whatever's the better match goes yeah. last. And like, even, um, like Mania 19, it probably should have been either Hogan and Vince or Rock and Austin because during Lesnar and Angle, people were getting up and leaving. Yeah. Which is a shame, but it was a great match. I enjoyed it. You're right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and uh, what was the main event in 25? Was it uh, Randy Orton and, and Triple, H, Triple yeah. H? And I thought overall they started out with a great story going in. So even though we've seen the match before, I was like, okay, I'm actually, I'm in, I'm. Well, you're you're in drained this. though after that. After yeah, that after Hogan. that, just like you know, and like you just can't top that. After after Michaels and and yeah, you, you're just you're just drained. And like, I and I, don't know, I thought I saw a documentary or someone said they they went longer than they're supposed to maybe and maybe i'm wrong maybe i could i've watched a lot of documentaries oh, uh, the 25 match yeah oh it doesn't matter it doesn't, it, yeah but it, then maybe this other stuff had to be cut short but it's like yeah that should have definitely gone on last for sure it, like when you're when a crowd is into it like that and you're not you that they lost them and then they went longer that's a different story but if yeah. the crowd was into it like it was and then you no one's gonna care yeah and, and you're and also you have Two of the greatest superstars of all time, yeah. uh, you know, Michaels and Undertaker, yeah. and, and, and they knew they probably knew like, yeah, we're not going home right now. We're going to keep this yeah, going. And they, yeah, and, and they know they can read a crowd and yeah, yeah instinct go with it. Yeah, and two of you know, like, hey, this is our home state. They're loving us here, and yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, that's but like I said, that's my favorite. But right, right behind it, literally. I mean, not. I mean, it's just they just they inched just a little bit. But it's, yeah. it's Rock Hogan. Yeah, uh, man, I, that was such oh. the atmosphere. I mean, I would have loved to have been there because the atmosphere at home was just exciting. Like, oh yeah, being and I'm a and I'm a I love Hogan, but I was a huge Rock. So like, I literally I, this is how I was a Rock I, guy too for that match too. <laughs> I legit. Wanted Hogan to be to beat The Rock, even though I want The Rock to win. like it's crazy. Like yeah. I literally turned myself going, <laughs> "Oh yeah, let's let yeah. Hogan win." I, mean, I, I grew up a you know a Hogan fan, but I was like, I'm like I'm liking Rock more. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I, I and I love and, and I love the fact that they completely 100 percent switch roles. Yeah. They and knew because uh, they knew it, and they knew you know, I, and that's the thing you you got to read your audience <laughs> and yeah. know because if they didn't switch. It probably would have sucked. <laughs> it would have really sucked, but they knew they knew. There's mm-hmm. such they said, hey. We gotta flip. I, flip I'm, it now. I'm, no, I'm no longer. I'm no longer. No. You're longer the baby. I, I, I mean, you can read. Like I said, you know, we got there. Um, with my brother, one of his friends, we went, and even just that Thursday getting in, it was already more of a pro Hogan overall crowd. Yeah. So I was like, you could tell right then. It's like, come on, you know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'll never forget when Hogan doing the kick up and the whole, you know, the finger and the boot to the face and. Yeah, I said building shaking. Everyone from the floor to the last row. And, the, and if I'm not mistaken, then didn't didn't like the very next day, they uh, they Hogan was like, all right. They told Hogan you got to have red and yellow. He's like, I don't have my red and yellow gear. I don't. Yeah. I didn't bring it. Yeah. So they made they made. I guess he was still married to Linda at the time. Like yes. he had to he had to ship his stuff that day Monday and like red eye it all the way Go, to yeah. Like they flew back down and got it and came back. Yeah, and then. Um, Were they in Toronto for Raw? Yeah, okay. I, yeah. Unfortunately, I wish I'd have been there because was it or was it Montreal? No, was it Montreal? I don't think. No, no. Um, by the way, you know they said I think that you know the crowd wouldn't stop cheering. You know, and Hogan every time picking a mic up and just mm. yeah, you know, and like that that segment went on like what twice as long as it's supposed to, and things had to be cut. And but what can you do? I mean, yeah. go with it. Right. You know, that crowd was just loving it, eating it up. Mm. Yeah, you I know, mean, so he had a, he had a, he had to get his red yeah, and yellow there. And yeah, it's like it was kind of like a um, dancer. Mania 33 and Roman's in the crowd and every time he picks the mic up crowd just booing even louder and getting more enraged and I'm, I'm looking down and I see the production guy go 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 you know and he starts picking the mic up crowd's just louder and just puts the mic down and like trying you gotta go you gotta you gotta talk he picks it up 
crowds allowed and and the f bomb chance too that they cut out um, right. you know like well that was like, live so they cut it out live but they cut it out later or they they, they totally edited to. out yeah but that crowd kept going and going and it's like I'm like I haven't heard of this since like you know like the Hogan after Mania 18 thing which is crazy because technically it was his second loss I yeah think, at that point but. You know, but that, that's how much the hardcore fans did not like him, and yeah. did not like that. You know, he won over, and I guess everyone thought it was Taker's last match, and Taker said he thought it was too. And right, you know, looking back, and uh, by the way, that Taker's uh, Broken Skull Sessions was really good. Yeah, and now we know why what happened at the loss against uh, Brock Lesnar that. Um, it wasn't supposed to end the way it ended, um, you know. Listen, so, and that's the thing. I was like, but I mean, being there, I guess I don't know how it came out on TV because I, I just refused to go back and watch it. Um, but being there, you could tell. Like I knew he had a concussion. Yeah. Because he just looked like he like he had no energy, so lethargic. The worst part, he was trying to do a last ride out of the corner. It's like he just dropped him. Like an, I'm like, damn man, what's wrong with you know? You had a concussion. You could tell he just looked loopy, glassy eyed, no strength at all in him. Yeah. You know. And I still wonder if. Um, you know, if he was really supposed to lose, or he just like I, I think that's something out. that they'll take to their grave and we'll never know. It's yeah. it's like Taker did an interview. He said there's supposed to be some kind of big. Andre had a big plan for a feud with Undertaker, something special, and Andre took it to his grave. Taker's like, I still don't know, and I'll never know what he had planned. But he had he really wanted to work with Undertaker. Yeah, you know, so it's probably those things we'll never know. I, I personally believe that you know, being that he had a concussion, he just didn't he just didn't kick out. So I, either Taker will tell you. I think I, if you can ever ask Taker events, I think those only ones, you know. Yeah. By the way, I met the shot guy. Have you met him before? Oh yeah, Ellis. Yeah. 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 He, yeah. Actually, no, I've got, <clears> we've we've been. I've, I've, we met not too long after that and became friends. So yeah, he and I. Um, when I was thinking about changing careers just ago, he helped me out, give me some career advice, helped me with my resume and stuff like that. Really good dude in his he life. Is, yeah, he really. We, we had LASIK the same year, so like I met him at WrestleMania uh, uh, thirty four, mm-hmm. and I literally walked up in the uh, like he didn't he wasn't wearing glasses, but I walked up in the superstore and he sit over there and I looked over and I'm like. Are you? And he's like, yeah. He goes, yeah. He's like, but I don't. He goes, uh, he goes, all the fans come to me, whatever. He goes, I was, oh, I got to take a picture with you. He's like, yeah. He goes, um, well, I don't usually take a picture. He was like making a joke about. It. He goes, um, I don't really take a picture, but I tell you what, if we're just standing here, and I'm like, oh wow, look at that. Like he was pointing <laughs> yeah. shots. So we, I did it real quick. Yeah. He, he was, he was making having well, fun with it. Know, but funny story. So we were both in line. I was meeting Taker again at 32 Access. Yeah. And. Taker saw him in line, recognized, and he's actually like, yeah. And so when he got up, Taker's like, okay, you're going to do my thing with my with your eyes roll back. I'm going to do your face, your yeah. shot face. And they did that for the picture. Yeah, I was, I remember, I've seen the picture, oh, yeah, yeah, where he's yeah. like, that yeah. was That was Taker's idea. Hmm. Yeah, that was, that's good. Taker's, Taker's good. Yeah, that's he's good. a good dude, yeah. Uh, yeah, Ellis is a good dude, really good dude. He, yeah, he and, was and, super and, cool. And his wife, yeah. We talked for probably, I don't know, 20 minutes after that, and he yeah. was just really interacting, talking or whatever, and it was pretty cool. And he, he was like, well, I had, he goes, people, some people recognize me, they still don't sure because I had LASIK. I was like, I had LASIK. And we're just like, so, so when I posted the picture and the tag team, I put, we had LASIK. Sick, yeah. you know, because we both weren't wearing glasses, yeah. and it was pretty. It was, was pretty like, funny. Well, I guarantee you, WWE was not going to show me up close and take her losses. I was dropping too many f bombs. No, I bet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah. kind of saw it coming, but when I still saw them, I started dropping f bombs. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you're not going to get up close to me. Yeah, that was just, um, yeah, you know. But that the camera caught. I mean, he literally. But that was everybody's face. Like yeah. I remember when his shot his face. I'm sitting there watching it, and I'm like, I'm over Clint's house watching him in a couple mm-hmm. places. And I'm like. We even took a picture, like, after we calmed down, like, mm-hmm. 20 minutes later, we took a picture of our face, and I, I remember, like, putting my hand on her going, yeah. you know. And, I mean, I mean, you know. that's, one, that's one of those, 
complete opposite of Hogan and Rock. When you say you hear a pin drop of 75,000 people, you could hear a pin drop. Oh, I can imagine. The, yeah. the ring that just got dead silent. I mean, dead silent. It's like, oh, crap. Thank God no one got angry and rioted, but yeah. Well, but then what was funny was that at 34, when Oscar lost her streak, uh, he ended up he ended up making a post going. I'm never exp- I'm never when a streaks in when a streaks in and tie and or like up for grabs mm-hmm. at a WrestleMania. I'll never attend again. I promise. Because mm-hmm. two, <laughs> two in a row, two in a row, you know, That's two like, streaks went down. It stay, stay, stay home, Ellis. <laughs> yeah, stay at home, stay at home. Um, but um, yeah, man, we'll go ahead and wrap this up. I know we've been talking for a while. I uh, appreciate you being able to do. It. I know you're came, came in and hang out for a couple of days here in Louisville. Um, you know, you said you've been here once before, right? Like kind of a delay or kind of here for an hour or so? Uh, uh, no, I was here. I had to take a continuing education course. Oh, okay, it, it okay. Required. So I, I, I came in, of course, I'm for, and of course, I'm coming in. All of a sudden, oh, yeah, it's 20 degrees. There's going to be ice on the road. Highways closed down. Roads closed down. I'm like, of course. You know? Yeah. As long as like the day before, it might have been like 40 and sunny. That so, sounds about right. It's Louisville here. Well, Louisville, no, Kentucky. That, no, I think it's my fault. I came in. I just, you know, same as I, I came how in. Long mo- you, how many days were you here for? Uh, I came in Monday night, and it was nice and comfortable, you know, like 60, yeah. 65. And then all of a sudden, it's wake up Tuesday morning, and you got to put the layers on. Yeah. Were you here for uh, just a couple days? For this time? Yeah, the last time you were here. No, it was literally I came in Saturday evening. Took my class Sunday morning and flew out Sunday afternoon. Okay, so you weren't here very long. No, because I had it, that was the whole rec- I'm going to uh, Phoenix in a few days, and then as soon as I got, I have 24 hours to get home, grab mm-hmm. my stuff, grab my dog, move to Hawaii, and so oh, wow. so much going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, that, and how's Hawaii? How's that life? Uh, I don't miss winter. I'll tell you that. Or yeah. cold weather. No, I, you know I, I love it when they for them a winter weather is like oh we're gonna drop down to 58 degrees at night. <laughs> Perfect. Love it. It's great. We only get a high of 70. Fine by me. Yeah. yeah. Well, you was so you you're originally from Texas, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I've Texas, lived all over. But yeah, to North Texas, Carolina. You went North, yeah, you lived North Arizona, Carolina. Went to school, you're Tar Heel, right? Went to school. Tar Heel. Went to school. Yeah. Undergrad Tar Heels. Yeah. Um, so there. Ash and, and Dawson love me for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, funny story about them. So uh, at, Rus- at, at WrestleMania 30, 34, uh, Access, where Paige is up doing the picture with uh, the two K. And we're like, oh, let's let's hop in line for Paige. Like, why not? So we're in line for Paige. We're doing the thing. You know, let's move in, take it stuff. And one thing I hate about it is because like VIP comes up and then like they stop and let all those people go, which is that's like you're always the VIP, aren't you? Well, no. In that case, that would just be the handicap. If handicap. Okay. If she, if she's a GA. Only this year, come Tampa is the first time they're gonna be doing that for Mania Access, where like, they'll have a, a fast pass where like they'll have VIP. Quote unquote, oh, okay, yeah, I thought that's what they had. Okay, no, that that's handicap and people faking handicap to get through. Ah, hmm. uh, okay. Yeah. So they're going up, they're doing their thing, and uh, so they would stop the line for that, and they would let that line build. The line does build up a little bit, but they stop it. So we get there literally, it's probably like ten people mm-hmm. left. Well, pages two hours or whatever it was is up. Yep, they rotate. Yep. They rotate. Here comes, here comes, here comes the the revival. They come up, and this is and it was and there's, there was a lot of people behind me. She had to do some kind of video game challenge. Whoever's name got in the thing, she gets to play them in a video game for a few minutes. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure that she was still she, she was starting to date her current, which I think he's still a current boyfriend now. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So they go over uh, because she just got. I mean, it was, it was shortly after the Roberto thing and um, her leak stuff and all that stuff happened. So um, she goes over. Um, to do whatever and do that thing. Every literally, the crowd goes like this. 
just disappears. Like everybody just moves and like goes away. They walk away. They leave. Some go follow the watcher, mm-hmm. and then <clears throat> you have a few. And I'm like, look, I stood in line. I'm gonna get my picture taken with the revival. It's the revival. It's not like it. They, it's not like they gave me, you know, somebody that I really not. I'm not a fan of at all. So I literally went up there and did my picture. But so I walk. He said, "Hey guy, how you doing?" It's like good. And I go, "Well." Um, you know, as pretty as the person I thought I was going to get my picture taken with, he goes, he goes, no, we're pretty, we're pretty, we're pretty ugly. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, all right. So then we, and they made me laugh, which mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting to laugh. So like, there was a nice picture, and then, mm-hmm. and then I was like, he, then he said, oh, thanks for still hanging out. I was like, no problem. Sorry to disappoint you. I was like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, she wasn't going to put out with me anyways. You're not, you're, you're, <laughs> no, we're not going to put out. Yeah. And, and uh, so that was kind of mm-hmm. like, and then we went on and mm-hmm. got my picture and on, on, on I went, but. I had to walk over and I did get like a quick selfie with Paige as she's just walking. Uh, but one thing's cool about Paige is that at Money in the Bank, we're leaving me and my daughter and I'm carrying the stuff or whatever. And, and all the cars that we're, where we parked is pretty much where all they parked. So they're all driving out. And here comes Paige. The, the cars were down. Paige is waving. She, windows were down. She, stopped, she goes, they stopped. She goes, hi. She immediately stops and wants to wave to my daughter and call her, hi, beautiful. Hi, did you enjoy the show? All right, good. And then. She's like in shock. My daughter is like, ah, and so I, my camera wasn't on to take a picture because I would have took a picture of it. And then she waves and says, says bye. And then she mm-hmm. drives off. And I think shortly after that, she went around the corner is where the famous, she got hit in the face with some kind of pie or something. Oh, yeah. So, something that I remember hearing. I was like, man. It literally happened like after she turned. turned yeah. She turned the corner on the, the main road, the little road right next to that Target. And, yeah. And the, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Alcid Arena. So mm-hmm. she turns down that road and then somebody hits her with a pie. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. I was like, God damn. Yeah. We didn't, I didn't see it. Like I, I heard the car stop, and I heard somebody cut, and I look over, and I'm like, "What just happened?" Yeah. But then later, I heard I was like, "That had to be because it was right after page last." And she said he did it in the fan leaving the ring. I was like, "It has to be that one because we literally were the last crop, the last group she saw when she turned, so yeah. it had to be right there." Yeah. Um, and I think it's because they were waiting. To, like there was a red light, so they were waiting to get out, and her window was probably still down. Yeah, someone. And yeah, so, some, and she was just waving a fan. She was being. She was like waving at fans. Like, yeah, hey, it's like hey, that's yeah. what you want them to do. You want them to roll down the window and say hey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's like, and you just like that. That's what gives you know makes it look, makes the wrestler look bad. You know, this is why they get so overprotective. They don't want to be around fans because you act so crazy. You know, right. there's a, a quick story I tell. A lot, talking with a lot of locals who go to full sale every week. You know, you used to have a lot of meet and greets before and after, and the wrestlers were personable in. And so at one point, some fan followed Corey Graves to his car. You know, he locks the car, get in. The fan jumps in with him mm. in the passenger seat. Like, this is why this is why we can't have nice things. Right. You know? Exactly. Some of the stories I shared with, like, you and Al and Jess today. Some like how crazy fans are at the airport at 3, 4, 5 in the morning stalking them and stuff like well, that. It's just well, crazy. Well, I'll share many stories about, you know. Oh, yeah. He's he, got he's plenty, got, too, I'm sure. Stories about how, you know, we would even, even the boys, though, or even whatever, you get something nice and then – they would get wind of it, and next thing you know, oh, this has been taken away. Yeah. You can't get nice things because it, somebody yeah. always messes it up. Whether it's fans, you know, just it all happens with people. Um, but um, but yeah, it, it's um, you know, Paige was super cool, and I, I love Paige and that that experience. With <laughs> I mean, it, that turned into a, a revival slash uh, Paige story. But mm. anyways, but that's um, I always, and I'm sure you highly recommend. I highly recommend. If you've never been to WrestleMania, go to it, experience it. Go and. It can be like a drug. You can be hooked and keep going year after year after year. Uh, I didn't. I said I wasn't going to go to New York. Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. I I I, uh, I didn't say I wasn't going to go to Tampa. I knew I was going to go to Tampa. Mm-hmm. I don't know where they're going to have it next year. I think there's rumors of different I, places. I can see Los Angeles getting it with the new stadium. 
I don't want to go. I, I, I will. I say I will not go to the West Coast, but I also said I would not go to New York, and I did. Well, so at least you have warmer weather. That's true. I just, I just West Coast. That's the thing. Like I definitely will fly, but it's but now it depends on if my buddy will fly or not. But um, I say I don't want to go to the West Coast, but I will go probably. I don't know. It just depends on famous last words. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's one of those things like it's it's just and who knows i mean i may uh and i don't mind traveling i like to travel uh you know but it's just um it's just what all it might be one of those things where i just go to the resume only and not go because i know some of our mutual friends like noble he'll i think last year he was only going to go to WrestleMania only he wasn't going to go to anything else yeah or so, things like that or our, or our friends at um uh, pro wrestling, a uh, pro- positive pro wrestling podcast, PPW podcast. You know, he was like, uh, "I'm j- I, if I go, I'm just going to make." Or I actually, I think he didn't go to me. He went to everything but Mania. Yeah, cause he, I he, know he did access. Like he got uh, Bailey and Sasha, and they're nice enough to hold up like his names of his daughter's signs in the picture. Yeah, even though W staff said no, you couldn't do it. They're like, "No, no, we're going to do it. Bring the signs." Yeah, yeah, and they did all that. So he did that kind of things, and then he, you know, he didn't go to Mania at all. And um, and some fans do that regularly. They'll go every year to do everything but Mania itself. Right. You know. They'll right. do access. They'll do maybe NXT. You know, they may only do NXT WWE, but they may hit other stuff like the WrestleCon and other independent shows that are in that area. Right. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So it, it's um, you know, it, it is cool. I mean, I, I um, the first year I was only planning on doing Mania, and we ended up doing an Impact show and Access and the Raw after uh, Mania, and then this year, right now, I'm only planning on doing Mania, but I'm pretty sure I'll do. I'm trying to. I'll probably do other shows. I might even work work shows. Mm-hmm. Last year I worked WrestleCon. I'll probably do it again. And, you know, there'll be other things I'll do. Um, I just, I'm just glad it's not like New York where everything is so far apart. No, it seems like everything's um, closer by. I just found, we just found out where our hotel is, and like most things are, most things are gonna be walkable or a short drive to Mania. I was like, okay, that's. I like that. Okay, it's about time. I'm okay with walkable. Yeah, I don't mind doing all that. Yeah, it's gonna be nice weather overall unless it rains. But I mean, I literally walked carrying a chair from Brooklyn all the way to Midtown Manhattan. Yeah, I mean, yes, of course, I didn't walk. I took a, uh, a train, but train, still. subway. <laughs> but like, I still walked pretty far carrying. You, you this. had to walk far to get to the train stop, and then I had to walk yeah far to get back to the hotel, even though it's, it's so. You know, you should have protection. You had a weapon. If you, yeah, if you needed it. Technically, yeah. I did walk with some shady people because they did stop and ask for, you know, New York and everybody's shady, uh, especially in certain areas. So we try to stay in populated areas. Yeah, but um, you know, no one's ever bothered me except for one time asking if I want to do some cocaine. But no one's ever bothered me in New York. <laughs> I get I got bothered a hell of a lot more in Chicago and other places in New Orleans than I did in New York. That's the other thing. I wonder if Chicago would ever have a WrestleMania again. No, not not unless they go back to the smaller venue. No, it's too risky. Stadium, for size, for size of stadium being too small, because that's why even Super Bowl won't go there. But the weather is much more of a risk being right there on the lake. Mm. New York, you know, the you know, they're in the closest thing is a small body of water is like forty-seven miles away. You don't have to worry about that lake effect or polar vortex that could hit. Could hit. Mm, good so point. I could either build a dome over it, expand it something, or you know, I just don't think it's going to happen. I know years ago they did reach out. To the mayor, and I said, "Hey, this is on the. If we brought this, you know, could you accommodate?" Different mayor at the time said, "No." Mm. So, well, so yeah. I tell you, the city that I think deserves it and needs to have it, and I've been pushing for it for ten years, is Indianapolis. I um, mean, yeah, talking with uh, one of our buddies that runs some shows in Milwaukee, and he's saying, "Nick, 
it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason why he has some information, he's like, nah, he doesn't see it happening. Well, the reason why I can tell you, I can tell you, probably won't happen is because they're in, they're in such bad because that's the headquarters of the NCAA, mm-hmm. and that's the same time frame. Yeah, that's with the NCAA cool. tournament, and they always run in Lucas Oil, whether it's the Final Four or one of the games, and it's always run at the same time. Yeah, it's just bad it's timing just too. Yeah, bad timing. So, yeah. Plus, I mean, I I I can definitely see. L.A. getting with a new stadium. Atlanta still has a new stadium they haven't checked out. Atlanta. I, yeah. I'm not happy for Atlanta. I yeah. was hoping Atlanta Atlanta's walkable would. there, too, most of all, for the most part. And then Vegas will probably, with their new stadium coming up, everything's most, most part is walkable outside of the convention center. Everything's walkable. The stadium, I, can the right off the Dal- I can see them go back to Dallas. some point, yeah, which is impressive, considering Dallas used to be one of the shittiest markets ever for wrestling. Couldn't draw shit back in the day with Hogan and Andre. So you, know you I mean? have, if you look at the history, they went to, all right, they, so they did um, – they did New Orleans in 30. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go back. So we got 27 was Atlanta. Yeah. 28 was Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, then you had um, MetLife. MetLife in 29. And then 30 was was um, was New Orleans. 31 was San Francisco. Yeah. 32 was, was Dallas. Mm-hmm. Then 33, they go back to – no, no, 33, they go to Orlando. Orlando, yeah. 30, 34, they go back to uh, New Orleans. Orleans. 35, yeah. they go back to New York. Yeah. I could see New 36 Orleans. 36 is Tampa, which would be kind of your Miami, Tampa. Your, your, you know, yeah, your southern your, Florida. Or Orlando. Yeah, your Florida so it's kind of that. I mean, it's close to Orlando, so it's kind of like they're hitting that again. I wouldn't be shocked if they don't hit Orlando or Dallas, but you're right. They haven't went West Coast, and they hit San Francisco in 31. So I would I would think L.A. could be next. I could see – I know New Orleans wants it back. I could see them going to New Orleans again, maybe for like 38 or 39. I could see MetLife being New York hosting 40. If they wanted to go with that tradition of every tenth one being in the New York market, mm. well, but thirty wasn't in the New York market. No, that was one time that was a, it was a flip. Yeah, but I mean, maybe they'll go back, or maybe thirty nine MetLife, and then New Orleans could be forty. Maybe that's the new tradition. Yeah, possible. Yeah, or possible, yeah, or it or could something be totally new out, out of left field. Let's, Las Vegas is going to have a stadium. It's, so it's actually supposed to be completed by the for the twenty twenty NFL season. It's so, looking nice. It's coming along. It's it's right there on the strip. So. I mean, you're going to definitely have no problem finding food or drink or something to do after the show, especially West Coast time is going to end sooner. So that won't be a problem. So you have it in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, you have your other shows at the, at the T-Mobile Arena. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, why not? Why yeah, not? why not? Yeah. yeah. Convention Center, they are doubling the size of it now. And a lot of the, it's actually, they already have a lot of books through the year 2032. So I don't know if it's fully booked or just some events, but. And people will go to Vegas. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, so, you know, why not have it in Vegas? Yeah. It's, it'd be kind of like New Orleans. You can party all night. Like I said, right there on the strip, you probably run to wrestlers. You know, you might see them playing some blackjack gambling. You never know. You have it in Vegas. Um, you do So you do it in Vegas. Uh, you could do that in a couple of years. Um, you know, maybe that's WrestleMania. I mean, yeah, we're at, we're at 36 coming up. Um, so maybe that is WrestleMania 38 or, or 39. Yeah, 39. you never know. Yeah. I mean, um, is there? Do you hear, have you heard a rumor? You rumors Los Angeles. I also heard Minnesota's up. It keeps in every year and keeps getting shot down. So, I, and the thing is, you know, is that really a destination place in April when it? Because God knows how cold it could be, and you know, there's not. A, I, I've talked to a lot of international fans. You know, they're like, "Oh God, no! Why do we want to go there?" You know, right. I'm not trying to knock the city, but I'm just saying that's the perception. And also, I think it's, it's also business. Who's going to give them the best offer? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a business. Yeah, and the only yeah Atlanta would be the only other um, other than maybe like I mean they really can't go to Philly. That could be could be risky, you know. Yeah, I and mean, I don't know maybe or maybe if Philly gives them just right the sweet a sweet enough deal, they may say okay, yeah, it's a sweet deal, we're going to take it and go. Yeah, because I, I because the arena and the stadium is right there. I see Philly as your more 
Royal Rumble, which they've done it before, obviously. Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, maybe even maybe even feel like you do a SummerSlam. They could do a SummerSlam there, yeah. The last time SummerSlam was in Philly was 1990, I believe. Uh, where's SummerSlam going to be at next year? Boston. Boston. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'll be fun. And yeah. they could do that's another one that could do WrestleMania. Um, yeah, they uh, could. Yeah, I know. I'm, um, yeah, or you know, if you wanted to take SummerSlam to a you know a baseball stadium, that hey, Fenway would be kind of cool. I don't know how how hard that'd be to coordinate with the MLB schedule, but it seems that they cool. are doing uh, more. Rumble's going to be in stadiums. Rumble's is going to be in. Ba- I guess it's a new thing because because. It was a baseball stadium last year, baseball stadium this Coming year. Up, yeah, and I've heard people saying it, it might be Seattle in 2021, Safeco. Yeah. Rumble, which would be cool. Seattle's a fun city. Yeah, so that would be the – and then you're looking at uh, that, and then yeah. you know, so many different baseball stadiums you can go to. Yeah. Um, we should be know. getting, hopefully, an announcement for Survivor Series 2020 soon, hopefully in the next few weeks. And- I mean, they haven't, haven't announced that. You haven't announced that yet. They really haven't? I thought no. they did. Well, they, they, hesitate. they waited a few weeks for Rumble, too, that, you know, so – I don't know if that means they're changing up the format or they're just still working out a deal or what, but mm-hmm. or this was the first format that they announced it was gonna they had the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah. Instead of the, But they announced it like a year and like the day after LA Survivors, they announced it like and a lot of times they do it in a few days they announce it. Rumble for Houston they waited almost three or four weeks. So I don't know if they're gonna do the same with this or mm-hmm. what. I don't know, or maybe maybe it's one of the cities they're about to hit for Raw or SmackDown, they don't want to affect those ticket sales. Then once it happens then they'll Maybe announce it. Dallas could be that. That's why I'm thinking, part of me thinking it could be Dallas. You know, they haven't had Survivor since 03. It's a good market to do all four events. Maybe after they had announced SmackDown, hey, guess what? We're, bringing, we're not coming back until Survivor Series all four nights. And yeah. It's always a possibility. Dallas would be good, especially if they're not doing Mania. If Mania 37, if they're not going to Dallas, they already have another market yeah. set for it. Well, I'm pretty sure they already have it set. Or down to or down it, yeah. or down to the to two of them, yeah. you know, or something. Or just fine. They already have their mm. pick. They're just finalizing the deal, and then they legally can't say anything until it's completely signed. And, right. Yeah. Right. Um, we here in Louisville, we'll never be able to host it. We we won't. We can handle the crowd. Mm-hmm. It's just the venue. We have Louisville. We have a um, the Cardinal Stadium that could hold, you know, about sixty five. Probably a football game. I think is about fifty-five. So you add the extra seats for that, but you take away you you take away seats. Yeah, you add seats. We wouldn't have enough to, to hold mania what they're wanting. But like five years ago, six years ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go back maybe ten years ago. We could have. Yeah. But now it's it's too late. We yeah. can't. We have the we have the arena. Everything's close by. I mean, you know this. We experienced where everything's twenty minutes away. Oh so yeah. You'll be able to get everything pretty quickly. We're at the convention centers, downtown's convention center. You can have access. The Yum Center is right there for yeah, all the I other said, events. Was, sorry, I didn't realize I was so close to the hotel I picked. I'm like, holy crap. So if there's a pay-per-view, I come back. There's tons of hotels that easily walking distance. And walking food, distance, food, food everywhere. Yeah. Everything's great. You have all that. It's yeah. just the, the only thing as far as a stadium for anything big. Now, we could easily do a SummerSlam. Yeah. We could do a SummerSlam. Actually, they could do a SummerSlam at the Louisville Slugger Field where we just had the, OV, the OVW show. Yeah. And the field side, obviously. Yeah. They could do it there. But I say they, but SummerSlam would work very better at, if they did it. If they want to go big, big on it, they could do it in the Cardinal Stadium. Mm-hmm. But they could do it at, I don't know what the seating capacity is at uh, other stadiums, but they could do it at Louisville Slugger Field. Do there. Do everything else at the Yum Center. They're all walking distance hotels, yeah. uh, you know. Um Maybe that's something our mayor needs to pitch to yeah. them. And I think us. some people still don't realize, actually a lot of people don't realize how, how big business these pay-per-view weekends do. Yeah. I'm still amazed at how many, even some of the bigger cities don't realize, like, you realize you have thousands and thousands of fans here and you're closing up early when you got to stay up an extra hour, two hours. Mm-hmm. Even places, a couple places in Chicago, 
like, oh, yeah, we knew wrestling was here. We didn't know how big it would be. I'm like, Chicago's going to all, going to all state for how many decades now? You didn't realize how big this is and for four nights and you you lost out on some good revenue? When we, let, when we was there for um, All In the first time, um, we go leave All In. It was late and we was trying to find places open. There was one little hub or um, pub that was open and like um, – it just happened to be because it stays open later anyways. It was a Saturday. Mm-hmm. But they were like, oh, okay. Everything else was closed and people were even at texting and asking, going, we're just going to do this. We're just going to grab White Castle. We're just going to grab, you know, whatever they can grab at a fat at, at hey, a fast food place. Yeah, that might still be open. Yeah. But like this happened to be a place that had actually got some great, great pizza. I was like, I don't know if it was just because I was hungry mm-hmm. or what, but it was a great little, it was a bar. I ordered a pizza and ate. I was like, this is great. Yeah. And um, But all the other places that you would think was open was closed, and this was not even really that late. No, um, uh, Saturday for Labor Day weekend, you usually have more tourists in town anyway. Yeah. yeah and they, even, even Boston 06 SummerSlam, it was a pain in the ass. I couldn't find anything to eat at all. Wow. Well, and no one, and I, I'm, like, I'm staying right by the arena. Like You don't know what an arena schedules you an event. Maybe stay open an hour later, do some research. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to make the money. Yeah. And um, But what's crazy is that uh, – you know, this is out. This is not your typical. In Chicago, it wasn't it wasn't Rosemont? It was out at Huffman Estates and mm-hmm. Schumburg and that area. So it's like, you know, the, I get it that you're not used to having events there, but you should have seen all the people that were there. And then that the I heard, I did hear that when All Out came, they were prepared more and more people stayed yeah. open because they realized, yeah. oh crap, we could have made more money if we exactly. all stayed open. We lost out. Yeah, like do do your research. You know, yeah. you know, I mean. You know, get get your head stuck. This is not the 1950s. Wrestling has grown. It is a big business. Right. A lot of fans go and travel. You know, just broadening your broaden your horizons, open your mind, do a little research. Absolutely. Well, we've talked about pretty much everything. We yeah. started with what we did. Became some chaos. Went to WWE, NXT, and AEW. Went into just general chit chat about uh, being a super fan. Um, but um, man, I, I, this has been a I've been over an hour and forty minutes. Oh, yeah. We're getting ready to go. You're getting ready to do something uh, special that only so few people, so many people get to do. You get to go to class with Al Snow tonight. Yeah, sit under the learning tree. You know. Yeah. And also, and he's. I mean, the, the mind, his mind is amazing. It's like I'm very lucky to actually be able to listen to him for however long he, the class is for. Yeah. You know, as I like even um, always remember this, um, I think it's on the Eric Bischoff podcast. Um, Conrad asked, so if you had, who would you, if you were to run a promotion, who would you hire? He said, you know, my two, I, I can't remember the three choices. The top two choices were uh, Pat Patterson and Al Snow. Yeah, because his mind for the business is amazing. When I met when I met Eric, uh, actually I met Eric this past uh, year at WrestleCon. He li- he put over Al Snow mm-hmm. so much. He's like, mm-hmm. "What you referee? Oh man, that's great. Al's great." We took our picture, whatever. Talked a little bit. Yeah. I said, "Yeah, he's down." He goes, "Is he here?" I said, "Yeah, he's down in the in the next level or whatever it was." I told him. He goes, oh, "I'm gonna have to. I hope I get to see him before I leave." And then. Right at that time, there was there was talks about bringing Eric in to kind of a couple of times just kind of hang out and do some st- you know kind of kind of teach some stuff, do a seminar, mm-hmm. and then boom, he got signed. Yeah. Well, now he's no longer with them, so maybe we can see if we can oh, still get God, that yeah, to come in and do that, in, yeah, do that you know, uh, seminar. And they talk about man, you talk about WWE's loss for not having Al, you know, being being a, one of the head trainers of NXT <clears throat> or an agent to help really say, hey, this is what we need to do, or yeah, even having the Hall of Fame, man, you talk about a major loss, you know. On WWE's end, I, I'm just waiting for the and um, they need to put out in the in the uh, in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, they really do. Um, they I'm do. waiting for that, and uh, I, I think it'll it, it'll come in due time. But it it should have already happened. Yeah, it's um, you know there's always you know God knows it could, be, it could be some people who are just not not thinking they don't have their head straight on, you know head on straight. 
pettiness, jealousy, who knows what. You know, you never know. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, it's almost like is there somebody, somebody there that makes it. I don't know where they make the decisions. If they, if they put a list together mm-hmm. and then they list the twenty names and they go, all right, what five or six are we going to choose this year? And they go down the list and then by the time they make it, okay, we're done chosen. They haven't got the owl yet. I'm not sure if that how it works or what. But, yeah, who, who knows what goes in that, pro- in that, that thought process? Yeah, uh, I'm not sure, but uh, definitely I will be there one day for sure. I just hope he's. It's not one of those situations where it's like years and years later where he doesn't get to enjoy the benefits Can't of it. Can't enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For sure. But anyways, appreciate you coming on. So you can get um, – you can follow – well, let's do this. You can get us all on the Podcast Avenues, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, uh, TuneIn Radio app, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the whole nine yards, or just go to ringstoppodcast.com. We're all – we're live every week on the Broad Burner Network uh, download the app on your phone. You also get us a haul about sports. You can download the app on that phone too. They stream live like a radio station, so that has schedules. So when you download it, it'll let you know when we're going to air there. But like I said, on demand, get us all on the other podcast avenues or ringsidepodcast.com. And you can get us all on social media, the Twitch app, the Instagram, and the Facebook at Ringside Podcast. Individually on Twitter, I'm at Daniel Spencer. You got Jeremy. He's at Jeremy underscore CSZ and Kruger Mania for JK. And now our guest, uh, the wonderful Carrie Morris. Carrie on Twitter, you're at Carrie X Elbow WWE. Mm-hmm. And on the Instagram, you're at Collar X Elbow Guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then um, I know you're, you don't have a Facebook like page, right? At this point, you might as well. Oh, oh I, I, I never even thought of that until you brought it up. It never once occurred to me at all. Well, um, you know, maybe at this yeah. point you could do it. That's if you we'll, want to. We'll, we'll do a duel. Like, carry, hate Jay Bradley. There you hey, go. Jay. There you go. Like, carry, hate yeah, Jay Bradley. Yeah, we could Bradley. do that, yeah. That's, that's your shirt. That's yeah. your shirt. Let's I talk to so. Rod. Yes. We need different colors, too. I got I to gotta stick out. When there's someone wearing a bright green shirt, a good friend of mine, Yeah. I got I to gotta call it stick. That sticks out against that. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So like you got, so you're you got to stick out. You got you got smiley face, uh, green smiley face guy there. You got Brock Lesnar guy. You got John, um, WB's biggest fan, right there, all right there, wearing something different. And yeah. you got, uh, and then you got the Mets guy. All everyone's gonna, and you have your. Like so I like Carrie. Yeah. I like Carrie. Hate, hate Jay, Jay Bradley. Bradley. Yes. Yeah. Do like Carrie. Hate Jay Bradley. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's like I do like Carrie. I hate Jay Bradley. Yeah. That's your shirt. Yes. That's it. it. Let's, let's call Rod and get him on that. Let's call it right now. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening, Carrie. Again, thanks for coming on. No um, glad on. you was able to get, come in town, and hopefully this is just the first of many events in the future for OVW. Hopefully, yeah. All right. Take it easy. Thanks for listening, guys. As always in the meantime, between time, you can catch us ringside. See ya. <laughs>